Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm your writer. Also joining us is Alex. Hello, I'm Feather Rider, the other writer twin. Hey, and uh, surrounded by Brandon's is uh, Evgeny. How come you never bump Ian down the pecking order? Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you do you want to know the answer to that question, Evgeny? Um, We've talked about the arcane like it's because yes, logic puzzle. It's that because Eric Ian and Alex were on at the 2017 episode, so There's a seniority <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> And I always introduce Ian second on those. So Ian is always second. That's how it works. <laughs> this seems questionable. And I have been bumped from second on a few rare instances. Like it does happen. But really? Alex is the only one that ever goes before. That is me. true. That is true. I, I do sometimes <laughs> put Alex before. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, who are you, Evgeny? I am Arjan. Yes. Arjan. <laughs> Arjan Valjean. Uh, <laughs> it's true because I'm always miserable. No. Um, you I'm didn't Arjun. think that this would have Lay Miz references right out the gate. Let's go. That's what we're doing today. No, that's not what we're doing today. Well, we did, we did Marvel. We did the MCU episode last time. So. No, that was two oh, episodes snap. ago. Wow. No, was it two ago? Okay. Yeah, that was the Aether one. For the Aether. Dark World, you know. All right. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, we have Marvin. What's up? Hi, I'm Failure. <laughs> hey, and I'm Chaos. And so uh, we haven't done a word of Brandon episode in uh, like mid last year. So it's been a while. So I've gone through everything since and we have 30 pages of flops which will not be done in this episode and we're not even recording this as a twofer because like if it's 20 pages we can like okay if we plan a double episode then we get a month of shard cast nice but there's too mm -hmm. many for that so we're, we can't do that so we're, you're gonna have like maybe three words of brandon episodes and we still don't know if there's going to be a trust stream. There's no information about a trust stream at all. 50-50, like they forgot they promised that. Well, there was yeah. a Reddit post that was then, that was like, this is a non-spoiler trust stream, and then that got removed. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on with what that. What does that mean? What does that even mean? I don't um, know. Like, uh, someone got sick, so like they had a cancer. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. So I, there was only a Reddit thread. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only ever was the Reddit thread. There was never any other sort of announcement, so yeah. nobody noticed anyway. That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you might have a lot of Wob episodes, but you know, you guys love Wob episodes, so that's that's what we'll be doing for a while. And yeah, that's that's what's up. All right, Evgeny, you got show and tell. What do you got? <laughs> I have money. Okay, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> is it for spending? Yeah, all money is for spending. Um, what do you got? I got coins. Ooh. So uh, when I when I went to uh, the Dragonsteel convention, Shire Mint Post, who did uh, a bunch of Era One coins, isn't it Shire uh, Post? Shire, Shire Post Mint. <laughs> yeah, Shire Mint. Yes, it's um, not a postal service. <laughs> They are a coin mint. Yes. I mean, they, they do are ship from things. the Shire. 
I, I had the words, just not in the right order. Oh my God, great. So, so uh, they were in the process of, of developing an Era 2 series of coins, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was a little trading game that you could play at the convention where, like, attending different uh, places and performing different activities got you those cardboard coins that you can then trade up or trade down and get a full collection. But you could also pre-order the actual, like, metal coins that they wanted to do. And so I want to show these off a little bit. They came in this, let's make sure there's no address here. Uh, they came in this nice envelope and everyone oh. who got one Holy did crap. get their name cool. wow. written in there. I, I do uh, remember the, the previous uh, Shire Post Mints ones. They did send it out extremely They're really cool. Like it's very cool like that. It is really nice. And it has like a ton of little like uh, in service of the Lord Ruler yep. and there's yeah. like, an authentication here. I do think that, yeah, that is all the same. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so this is from the Canton of Finance. Yep. And then the coins come in these little paper. Um, they're not pouches. They're like just wrapped. Um, and so we have the spin and the five spin. And I will open that in a moment. Oh, yeah. We have new denomination. The good old here. irony coin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, which is which has iron eyes on it, yeah. and the one that That's I've already opened, uh, the one that I've already opened is a breeze and a half spin. So that's how it looks like when it's opened, and this is inside. Cool. And there's like a little bit of information about each coin uh, that talks about like the metal composition of the coin and just a little bit of like in-world stuff. Ooh, um, gotta put that on our canum so, right there. Do some, do, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do a wild episode on the Shire Post Mint coins <laughs> right now. Did you get uh, so the best coin? Here is. Uh, that's not really gonna focus. No. But this is what a breeze look like. Looks like. Mm-hmm. And here's the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the Ellendale breeze. And I'm just gonna read this one and not do all of them. Uh, are a medium-sized brass coins of Ellendale representing a 20 clips value. It is known as a two-spin or colloquially as a breeze. And it features Lord Edgar Elydrian, Counselor of Gods, better known as Breeze, alongside the steel alphabet symbol for 20. The reverse depicts the East Bridge, a suspension bridge spanning the Iron Gate River set in front of the city of Ellendale. Steel alphabet on this side translates as East Bridge, and 20 on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of stuff you can expect. They do such fantastic work. Like, w- what an experience to buy uh, fictional <laughs> coins. Like, good stuff. Mm-hmm. We have not I, mentioned was... the best coin name, which is the Zinkle. There's oh, a Zinkle. <laughs> Zinkle. That is a pretty good True. Uh, as somebody who, like, participated in a modern-day Mistborn RP for a while, in which all we had was Alloy of Law, and they never specify what their currency is called in Alloy of Law. We were like, do they still call them boxings in Era 2, or was that an Era 1 thing? Like, all of this wealth of currency information, I'm like, man, I wish we had... My character ran a coffee shop. I didn't know how to make change over the register. <laughs> <laughs> now there's so many canon words for all of it nice such nice. a well yeah because i imagine these like they they did get all these like canonical information approved from Dragonsteel and stuff they they yeah one assumes they so worked the, really the closely five, with them on the last ones 
The five spin, which has Tindwell on it, is a hefty coin. Like that's <laughs> about the size of a US quarter, but like twice or maybe thrice as heavy because this is made of steel. Era three, Ooh. inflation's going to hit and they're going to need to cut the weight of those coins. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually one of my favorite things about their like first campaign where they did like the era one coins versus the era two was like the clips in era one were like wafer thin because it was so there just wasn't a lot of metal to, to go around. And then the era two clips were like penny thick and like it, mm. it was really cool. A little world building details. Yeah, it's like a, a little bit lot of thought thicker than a penny. Um, yeah, yeah. So good. I do rec if you want fictional Mistborn money, I highly recommend it. <laughs> and, uh, like Shire Post does this for many, many, many fantastical properties. Yeah. If you're interested in that sort of thing. Irony. So here's the, the irony. <laughs> and then it has an ash mount on the back. Oh, and nice. I believe nice. I believe well, I can read, but I think that says uh, ruin on the back. So this is a two-box scene called Irony, depiction of Iron Ice. Yeah. Adorning its face. What what if Marsha's tattoos on the front of his face just said ruin? It's like the Joker from <laughs> oh, the first no, Suicide no, Squad. No, so it's like says, damaged. <laughs> this says two in oh, four okay, different places. Okay. That makes that makes gotcha. a lot of um, sense. <laughs> the reason I thought That's it's um the reason I thought it's ruin is because one of the other coins has preservation on the front and ruin on the back Ooh, that's fun that would be a good one to like coin flip yeah yeah that's what they use at like the casinos like well you know <laughs> oh we era three we need a mobster it's like Two-Face, you know? <laughs> you want the coin if you live yeah. or die, but it's written a preservation. That'd be, that'd be pretty funny. Oh, uh, the Zinkle. The Zinkle actually has the ruin and, and preservation. Oh, nice. really? Okay. That, yeah. Further proof it's the, the best, best coin. coin. <laughs> so, and you're not going to be able to see them, but you can see like there are, there's writing the along there. the yeah. So okay. that's preservation. And then... Uh, yeah, this one is not really working. This is, but you this can is make the out. highest quality experience of <laughs> I, figuring I out a zoomed-in fuzzy webcam. Yeah, Auto we need to get you the new webcam, Evgeny. Uh, yeah, okay, let's do that. Okay, so yeah, that's it. Uh, five, five coins. God, irony is such a chonker, though. Mm. I mean, it's Marsh deserves a good hefty <laughs> coin. You know, I hope they do the thing again where you can get coins that were like misstruck and like are weird oh. and warped, and they like oh, they put those out as like, oh, this is a coin that got like stuck between two coin shots in a pushing match, and it's like that's that, a, that was that's a cool, a cool way to idea, the, like, yeah. Error coins. I remember, uh, yeah, I have I have a bunch of them, and during their last campaign mm -hmm. when we were showing mm -hmm. them off for the first yeah. time, uh, yeah, they they sent me some. I have an ash blackened clip yep. from final empire <laughs> i didn't did any get of you, this out ahead of time so did any of you get the ones that went to space no 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 what? I just got no. okay okay they, they i do, I do small, recall them saying they sent some to space yeah they had a small oh. number of coins that like they put in a bag or whatever in a in a in a balloon and send it to space and then brought it back down and we're like yep oh, they, they have been in space technically mm -hmm. 
But man, the Lord Ruler's compounding really shoots things up out there, you know? <laughs> really, you can do much with steel. You really can. Cool. Let's get into some wobs. We have practically a buffet of wobs, a wob buffet, if you will. Oh my, that's terrible, first of all. I also just want to disclaim that for those who are like not very familiar with me, I am the person on staff who doesn't read WOBs. I have no idea what's in here. I can be your audience stand-in if that, you too do not know things about WOBs. This is what I'm That's exactly for. why you're here, in fact. My blind, it's because, blind it's because Feather is so attuned to the canon of the Cosmere, she doesn't even need to read WOBs. Like, she knows I don't want to pollute my canon purity with all of this, like, extra <laughs> half-canon information. No. Well, uh, what no, if we I'm talk about investiture time dilation here, Alex? Do you think they'll be <laughs> <laughs> I know there's something in here about that. Uh, uh, Hopefully she reads that one. <laughs> so we are going to start with new york comic con which was last october uh mm -hmm. and ian why don't you start us off so this one is is paraphrased it's from wizard lvl level or, presumably yeah um <laughs> what type of spread would be axes black lotus referring to the magic card that is very expensive it's like the most expensive one very rare. Brandon has one because, of course, he does. He has multiple. He has multiple. <laughs> yeah. He has multiple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Money's for spending. Like this, like this friend he has never seen that he really wants to. Oops, I, I forgot to put it in mob mode. Sorry. Please continue, Ian. Now it's okay. on screen for our viewers. <laughs> to which Brandon responded, The Night Watcher. He has gone like two dozen times to the valley, but has never seen her. That's kind of interesting. Words. That watcher just didn't want to see him. She doesn't. Mm. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say she doesn't like foreigners, but she's not that foreign. <laughs> what is an a? What is an Amian? I mean, <laughs> what if he is? Like, do we what know that Amians are native to Russia? We don't. We really don't know like anything <laughs> about the origin of yeah. Amians. They are as native as humans are. <laughs> like they, yeah, they, yeah. they came from off world. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Okay. But it's like. Do we know that for the CIA Amians? Yeah. We do know. Be sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, they're not crabs, so I mean. Yeah, I mean. Fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we, do, we do get a wob that uh, the Sleepless came off world, so I would yeah. assume that Zia did as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like the Night Watcher is not interested in someone who wants to study her and mm. would not appear therefore <laughs> yeah, like she's not like, into that she's got a mysterious vibe to maintain mm. so he's too much yeah. of a try hard she's like mm, nah. <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right um our next wob is from suggestive with the name jess in the middle Thank that's you. an amazing that's 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 good that's, <laughs> that's a quality username that's a great username. loyal um, loyal follower of of 17 shard things that's and true. commenter on things so that's true i've so, definitely seen this so, name before uh, 
And it is a, a short but sweet one that asks, how did Wax earn his moniker Don, Don Shots? And Brandon, <laughs> reportedly with a big smile, says he was known to show up early to his duels, which is great. I love that. That is a very Waxillium thing to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is funny. Th- th- this came out before Lost Metal came out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of like Era 2 lore that's just like no answers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Don Shot. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> it's funny because it sounds like such a heroic name sort yeah. of thing. And it's not like, actually, he was just a nerd who showed up early. <laughs> <laughs> Which, it. to be fair, it is very fitting for like his Shadows of Self prologue, where he is. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, pretty nerdy. <laughs> he was he was a weird like he was a nerd, but also a prep, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, and it's especially so, for the roughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this was probably like a joke name given to him, but it's actually a cool name. And when he became yeah. awesome, like, <laughs> it just stuck yeah. because like, oh, that's actually a really cool name. Yep. I think that's exactly. is just name. Yep. Dong shot, though, which is what you initially uh, said, uh, Alex, is something very different. <laughs> What's it? Did I did I say it wrong? Oh, yeah, well, well, you, you corrected yourself, but it's very, you'll see. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Marvin and I are laughing about. Yeah. <laughs> it. Let's do more. Let's do this it. one comes from Iron Gnome. Hmm. <laughs> we haven't done a lot of episode in a while. We're 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 a little loopy. We're having fun <laughs> a little bit. It's my secret cap. I'm always loopy. Um, who asks if a radiant summons their shard plate on Braze, will that work? Uh, and Brandon clarifies, well, depends in the physical or the cognitive realm. The physical says Iron Gnome. Brandon asks, and you're asking about shards, plate specifically, says Iron No. Okay, so if they have already been able to summon the plate before, it will work, but it will fail if it's their first time. Hmm. This makes sense to me. Why yes, does it? Me too. Yes, it does. Because I guess it does. Yeah. Because when they're summoning it for the first time, like they are bringing those subspread to them and forming uh-huh. their armor. Yeah. Sure. And from then on, like those spread are always with them. Like that bond is forged. Right. So sure. like when yeah. they go to braze, those spread go with them. So like they can form armor, no problem. But if they're trying to create their plate those bread aren't going to be there on yeah, graves yeah, yeah. to create it from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. that's, that's my understanding. It actually reminds me a little bit of there's a, a new power coming to destiny where you like one of the classes gets a bunch of little, little bug friends that go out and seek enemies. And oh, if they sleepless. don't find any, they come back and stick on top of you. And until you find another enemy to go out again, I'm like, yeah, the, your little sub sprint are just like stuck to you in the cosmic. Sure this the isn't like realm the sleepless entering destiny. <laughs> sure. They're called threadlings, so it's pretty close to hordelings, actually. <laughs> you know. So, your little your little cloud of subsprin that follow you around after nice. you've summoned your armor. I like mm-hmm. that. Very good. This next question comes from Scrimit. Scrimit. I'm familiar with the name, but I've never yep. had to pronounce Bye. it. So that's it. <laughs> 
and they ask can transportation based fabrials be used to achieve physical realm faster than light travel and brendan answered to that, that yes it's theoretically possible Basically, I'm pushing toward competing methods of uh, fast and light travel in the space age, and Roshar is one of the ones that has access to being potentially able to do that. Which, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Interesting. And like we know that the Skadrians are also like have potential, um, maybe yeah. likely. <laughs> I wonder where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the latest verdict on Oathgate travel? That was not FTL, right? I don't know if there's anything concrete. I think Brandon was a little waffly on that, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I feel like he, he definitely waffles. I believe it's settled. Like the, the current status is it's through the spiritual realm. So it's instantaneous. Mm hmm. Okay. I mean, it would be nice if we actually ever saw transportation being used <laughs> in the books. So. Are, are you not happy with Lesian turning into whatever he did to move around? It's like, that's totally the same thing as what Yasna and Elskalling did. Mm -hmm. Transportation feels a little bit like division in that Brandon does not want to show mm -hmm. us how it works yet because yeah. he's mm -hmm. not quite ready to commit. That's a back half problem and well i mean i guess he's got to deal with zeth <laughs> and division really in foot five but yeah one hopes oh i didn't specify earlier but we've read up through tress at this point in the cosmere timeline and lost metal so we're, we could easily be referencing anything before then just mm -hmm. so you know that's 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 what we do here <laughs> do i assume we, we are not talking about previews for future secret no, projects no yet? nor the mm -hmm. stormlight 5 the prologue table. well yeah. there is yeah. i think there is actually a stormlight 5 prologue uh wob so wait wait yeah yeah we'll but warn for spoilers if we need to yeah mm -hmm. we'll avoid ambient spoilers until we get to, those, yeah. to it. it will be nice when all these secret projects are out and then we don't have to worry about the previews and stormlight 5 being out yeah that'll be nice. so true cool so this next one uh the questioner asks, we know that finer gemstones like the King's Drop can hold Stormlight longer and encases other things that I won't say because of spoilers. Presumably this is a spoiler-free Q&A. Mm -hmm. Is that because of the craftsmanship connecting their identity in the cognitive realm? Uh, and Brandon says, no, it's actually the crystalline structure. Fewer flaws in the crystalline structure means fewer places for the Stormlight to wiggle out. And the questioner asks, do gemstones exist naturally on Roshar, or are they all gem hearts? And Brandon says, yes, but you got to dig through lots of layers of cremstone to get to them. So most of the time you're getting them from gem hearts, which is. Mm -hmm. These are two totally separate, but interesting things. Because <laughs> like we knew there were gemstones on Roshar, but it's always <laughs> nice to. Yeah, but like how I'm like wondering how though. Adenalsium made the car. Yeah. Sure, called, sure. Like it's like, oh yeah. yeah, this planet's gonna have a cool like storm, like <laughs> and like you can store the stormlight in gems. Like they need some gems. <laughs> like Yeah, I guess Adenalsium did it. Like, usually you need like pressure, right? <laughs> you know, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. <laughs> 
Maybe also put some fossils there so just to like troll the people. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, he's one of those kind of divinities. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot. That, that's actually why they decided to kill oh, Aiden Elsium. Actually, it's like you just keep <laughs> so making stuff stop. and just trolling us. How dare you? Well, you can't. You can't just keep making planets with weird moons. You gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention, Aiden Just look at Lamar. Look at Lamar. Look at what you've done. Yeah, but that is the Aether. It's not necessarily an Alcium of Genny. Uh, <laughs> also, to clarify, since we are not restricted by spoilers, the other things are uh, unmade, presumably. Yeah. yeah. That the question is referring to here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so interesting that it's uh, like just it's just the structure. It's just the nature of the gem itself. Like you can't craft, you can't craft a gem into a perfect gem, right? But I was under the impression that the cut at least has an influence on its ability it to hold somewhere longer. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And some of that is just removing imperfections. Yeah. Like you, you can make a perfect gem, and that, like, if like seventy-five percent of it is perfect and twenty-five percent of it is yeah. garbage, cut off the. 25% garbage, <laughs> and then it's oh, mm-hmm. better. It is interesting that it, 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 this may be too in depth and too nerdy for this, mm-hmm. but it's Never. it's interesting that it's the flaws allow it is the flaws that allow Stormlight to escape, which conversely means that a perfect crystalline structure, for some reason, holds the Stormlight in place. Like there is there is something fundamental about this perfect structure that holds the investiture inside which is not intuitive i think because a a perfect crystalline structure is just like the atoms are arranged in Mm -hmm. a specific way like in a specific lattice right Mm -hmm. but like it's still matter like they're they're it's not a a, they're still (laughs) holes right and so why is it that flaws in that structure irregularities in it are what allows the stormlight to escape magic i i think actually (laughs) this is a remarkably similar concept to the way that sort of cracks in the soul allow investiture Mm -hmm. into a person Mm -hmm. this idea that sort of like irregularities and i guess yeah flaws is is the correct is the right term are sort of pathways to get in or out of something that otherwise like an unblemished surface would not allow the passage mm-hmm. of that investiture through is is kind of the vibe that i'm oh. getting i don't like yeah, it when you make I, good points yeah <laughs> I sometimes i know things <laughs> there's also something about that crystalline structure that attracts stormlight it's not like it actually draws it in yeah like Mm -hmm. that's how they get infused in the first place yeah yeah because i was almost wondering if like it was it like a perfect gemstone would be harder to infuse but i don't think that's true right like that can be right and so like the imperfections are like it can't hold on to it as easily no that is that is weird right because mm-hmm. it, it's this weird one directional flow of of investiture right because mm-hmm. if if mm-hmm. if the perfect crystalline structure makes it 
more difficult or impossible for light to escape, you would expect that it would be more difficult or impossible for light to get in. Kind of like insulation, right? Mm-hmm. Like in temperature mm-hmm. yeah. kind of sort of thing. Yeah. Works both ways. But that but that's not necessarily the case. And it's not <laughs> any more difficult to like for a radiant to draw energy, draw yeah. stormlight from a perfect gem. It's just it affects the passive loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting too. Yeah. It's it's almost like like an osmosis membrane mm-hmm. sort of a mm-hmm. sort of a situation. Mm-hmm. What is able to actually pass through and dissipate mm. to return to equilibrium sort of a thing. Sure. Yeah. And and there's certain pressure are, differentials in there. <laughs> well, so so pressure differential is one thing, but there are like a lot of membranes in like the the in the body in in living organisms are what, like they have one-way channels, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's weird to bring molecular biology into this, but it, I, I guess it's kind of like that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we think of a... It's funny because I think storms are actually usually low-pressure systems, but if this is a like <laughs> high-pressure investiture environment, mm-hmm. like the stormlight rushes into the lower-pressure empty gem, and then after the storm has passed and the outside world is the lower-pressure yeah. investiture space, the gem holds on to the, the pressure of the investiture mm-hmm. inside, yeah. but uh, does slowly leak out over time. To quote an in-universe scholar, the high storms are invested to the hilt and looking for something to shove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A renowned scholar. <laughs> nice. Okay, so this next one is from an interview Cosmere.es had with Brandon. Uh, they are the, the Spanish fan site. They're, they're all awesome people. They're we lovely. love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's asking about... Um, Brother Wise and Brandon announced that they're working on a Stormlight RPG coming down the pipe. And Brandon says that there will be a Kickstarter for it, probably fall Northern Hemisphere of 2024. <laughs> it's not going to be shipping out then, probably. They still need to make the game and develop the game and hopefully playtest the game. But it, it's coming. Cool. Very exciting. Cool. Fun, fun. The, the scary thing is that 2024 is next year, which I don't like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that also, at all. Mm-hmm. Also, Stormlight five year. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> but mm-hmm. watching recent developments in the TTRPG industry, <laughs> a lot of people are developing games in this time. And, like, and it's, happens faster than i ever expected mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now we're moving on to dragon steel 2022 words of brandon which there are a lot of so <laughs> there, there's a lot of these i don't know how far we'll get it might be we might finish it off in the next episode but there's a bunch uh and we'll there, do what we can there was some stormlight readings uh there as well which will I don't know, talk about sometime, not this episode, but sometime for sure. It would help if they posted the videos of those. Yeah, <laughs> it would. Yeah. So it. you can find them on Arcanum. All right. Uh, so our first one from the, the Dragon Steel spate is uh, a paraphrased wob from TJ, 
which asks uh, Gary, the ferrochemist in Rhythm of War, did his uh, (laughs) AVR grant him physical abilities? And Brandon said, no, that AVR has mind abilities. Mm. And I believe the last time we saw that AVR uh, was with Lyft. Yeah, does she still have that AVR by the end of the book? Okay. What yep. I thought. Sure so, does. Interesting. It's very Let's interesting. Let's see what that one does. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen any inklings as to that. The AVR seems more intelligent than like a normal bird, but most, if not all, AVR are mm-hmm. like that. So it's not necessarily mm-hmm. that. True. Um, That's what Lyft needs. She needs more weird abilities, really, and access <laughs> to those. That, that, that really, yeah, you know. I think Lyft should give Hoyd a run for his money in collecting weird <laughs> Cosmere magic. That, that would be pretty funny. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. I am living for book six when we get mm-hmm. adult Lyft and just hanging out with like window and an AVR. Ooh. Yeah, that, that will be good. That will be good. Because mm-hmm. like it, it's, it's a pretty big deal to have an AVR, you know, mm-hmm. like this. Not At this common. point in the Cosmere. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Following TJ, we have Asmodeus, another loyal member of the community, who asked, At the end of Stormlight 4, we see Dalinar create a vision where Kaladin is able to talk with a version of Tien. How interested would Hoyd be to know about this? And Brandon says, That would be a 9 out of 10 on the Hoyd interest meter. That's or, for Hoyd. That's a high... I, yeah. As I like to say, on the hoidometer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they they actually have hoidometers in Era 4, actually, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's many people in the Cosmere who would they be are, interested in owning one. So. They're developed by Scholars in Silverlight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, and it's yep. directly connected to him, of course, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> they, they go, they go from, from, from void to hoid. <laughs> it's like a Geiger counter for like nonsense. <laughs> nonsense and shenanigans. For spiritual nonsense. Non- nonsense and shenanigans is the name of this episode. <laughs> Lobs. Nonsense and shenanigans. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, I don't I don't know there's like it's it's an interesting yeah. thing that happens there and Brandon is uh giving himself room to say oh it, it could be a purely romantic thing with like the spiritual realm that's happening there it could be a more divine intervention type of thing um so yeah i'm not i'm not surprised that hoyt would be interested in that yeah this implies to me that this is a an expression of connection that is not really possible with other magic systems is is kind of a little bit of my takeaway here of you know, like light weaving, if you can get it from another place, like Hoyt's probably not as interested, but if this is the only way to really accomplish this feat in the Cosmere, like that leads me to suspect that's maybe why Hoyt would be so interested in this. Well, wasn't there a thing in the Traveler that was like someone in Hoyt's past died? Yeah. That was what I was about to bring Um, up of that. That's there's, it's implied there's someone like, I want to say there's also a wob out there that, like, Hoyt had a younger brother. Mm, I, don't I don't know, know if that's that canon anymore. I don't but... know about that. 
Mm. No. Sure. You're gonna get a wop no. uh, kind of about Hoyt's kids in the next few episodes. <laughs> That's on our list. What? <laughs> you'll you'll have to see. You'll you'll have to come on to the next episode if we don't get to it in this uh, one, Alex. Uh, okay, fine. I guess I can subject myself to more wops. You're having perhaps. fun, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> If I say it loudly uh, enough, that means it's I'm more fun. I lose my reputation for like not doing romantics and not reading wobs. The more of these that I'm on, you're, you're having you're having such interesting things to say too. Yeah, uh, I try. So to put on, it's a crime against uh, the germination what Arjun is doing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a good glass. Yeah. I do want to say in Dragonsteel, he does have a little brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that's not necessarily 100% canon anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Gotcha. Good job. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, we got, for all the immortals, you just got to kill all their family, you know? Like, that's mm -hmm. important. <laughs> for their character development, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh Moving on, uh, we have from an anonymous questioner, is Swimsy the most dangerous shard? Is he or are they essentially like a shard cat? To which Brendan answered, Swimsy is the most dangerous shard to your sense of decorum and self-worth. So, uh, that, that does make sense. Doesn't tell us much, but yeah. I think a different vessel, like if Race had Whimsy, that would probably go badly. <laughs> God. I... Race is just bad news. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this is a thing that I have had with like some of the shards that we have a name for, but we haven't really seen anything mm -hmm. of is I feel like I tend to go against other people who are like, mm. this shard is actually super evil and being <laughs> on their world would be a nightmare. Like whimsy is a horrific clown nightmare scape. What if the whimsy world is actually just fun and kind of a good <laughs> time actually i am also this way about mercy like people think that being on mercy's world would just be like terrible because you just get like executed immediately it's like and i'm like you know what no i think mercy's nice i've decided i think the mercy shard is a nice shard and that's my theory for it i'm gonna stick with nice mercy uh, and I want to say, like, you also flip where, like, we all think invention would be a great place to live. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, I think invention that's... is a nightmare card. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you want a whole episode of us are, uh, talking about this, look at our Rhythm of War Part 2 Epigraphs episode where me, Alex, and Ian are all discussing all yes. of this. Plus, <laughs> like, David and a few other people. Whimsy and Mercy are nice. Invention is horrifying. Yeah, that's, maybe my, were. that's my theory about the shards. We don't know anything Yeah, about. I feel like most of us were here on that episode, actually. But that was also like three years ago Probably. at the stage. Yeah. Been a while. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? I want a Midnight Mother evil clown whimsy eldritch thing. Okay. <laughs> That's what I want. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's all nice on the surface. But if you dig a little deeper, it's terrifying. Have Dan write that. I mean, nice. Whimsy <laughs> Ruin would be like a nasty combo, oh. I feel like, mm. for sure. Mm. There's some there's some shard combos you could throw the, at Whimsy to make things the shard of bad. Joker. Yeah, <laughs> we, we did a whole episode on yeah. shard hybrids, and Whimsy came up a lot on that one. Yeah, that yep. this episode is just a, a a way for us to direct you to older episodes. <laughs> nice. It's really the the shardcast anthology. Yeah, yeah, it's shardcast unbounded. The best of shardcast unbounded. Shardcast unbounded. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
this next one. Questioner, can a shard hold on to the cognitive shadow of a person for later use? Brandon. That is such a phrasing. Wow. That <laughs> did things to my brain, look, actually. Look, Alex, it's not in that way, I don't think. Not in the way you're thinking. I mean, continue. Okay, Brandon. Oh. <laughs> we're having fun stop uh alex why are you like this i will explain myself after we finish this question i this is a normal reaction to have listen shut up okay okay brandon says yes that can indeed happen questioner without it being fully invested brandon you don't have to fully invest it no they would have to do some investing shenanigans but what you're asking is quite possible very possible so, for instance, let me give you a corner case. Ooh. You might be asking, could endowment send somebody back later than immediately after they have passed away? The answer would be yes. Uh, I'm going to tell you I have no immediate plans to do that, but it is possible within the framework of the Cosmere. So, Alex, explain yourself, first of all. <laughs> okay. So, my thought about this is... So I have a thing where I think it's really super interesting and crunchy when you have like sort of immortals who do not want to be immortal. Yeah. Um, and my immediate thought about this is like one of the shards sort of like making their own herald without that person's consent. Like they want to just die and move on. And the shards like, nope, I'm going to keep you around and maybe I'm going to send you back to do things for me because mm -hmm. I can just do that with your soul, I guess. And you don't get to move on to the beyond because I said no. And I'm like, that's crunchy. I enjoy the idea of a character who's going through that. That's a that's a fun scenario to play with. I thought this is gonna be like a sex thing for you. Like yeah. A, yeah. yeah. That's 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 what I thought. Get, yeah, I know. You guys did. You guys listen. Uh, I mean, but, like it's I mean that could fit hot, with that, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it is also hot. Let's be real. Like I have a thing about Braze. Like, I'm very excited. But this is um, a Patriot outtake now, this part of it. We're not putting that in the episode. <laughs> we can put it in the episode. No, but um, um, the whole herald of a shard that like is not allowed to, to move on. That's a lot what the fused are. Yeah, they they are not yeah. as like explicitly held and brought back, but like they cannot permanently die without things like anti-investiture, right? Mm -hmm. I think they needed um, a consent initially, though. Like I don't. Initially. Yeah, that's just my this is my vibe, which the way that this question is phrased makes it sound like this can be done without sort of the person's consent. Like hmm. they don't need to sign on to this. Yeah, like which maybe that's not what Brandon meant, but yeah. like a shard holding on to someone for later mm. use is hmm. my impression of what this Bob is saying is that usually like when endowment returns someone there she's immediately like shoving them back in their mm. body there's continuity of con somewhat continuity Ooh. of consciousness this i think is more is like okay this person dies like i'm gonna hang on to this soul for three years and then put them back into a body there's no continuity of like as far as they're concerned like those three years didn't happen uh, like it got put into long-term storage for a rainy day in the future whether or not it still requires consent, maybe, maybe not. 
I sure hope well, it does. Hopefully. <laughs> you would one would hope. I guess one you don't hope. consent I, to be a shade though, you know. Yeah, yeah but the is weird, right? Yeah, that's true. I do wonder in a situation like that, Ian, whether the shard is just like keeping the cognitive shadow in the cognitive realm. And like the shadow continues to live, so to speak, and then they just get shoved into a body. And so there is a continuity of consciousness. It's just, it's not all in the physical realm. Maybe. But stored in the spiritual realm, you know? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's just a a shadow hanging out in in Shadesmar. At least from the way I read the question, it was more like along Ian's thoughts that it was like, Mm. they put it in cold storage, the shard, and then get it out (laughs) when they need it. I, I actually recall like, that old, old introduction post that I did on 17th Shard that I've talked about a few times where I had this idea of like, wouldn't it be a cute AU if like at some point Harmony found a way to bring like Vin and Ellen back so that they could just live like a nice little peaceful life for a little bit mm-hmm. together. Um, and the re- and it's it's kind of a similar idea to this. However, the reason that often gets like brought up is because I also said in that post like but he should never bring Kelsier back because Kelsier coming back to life would be the worst thing ever and no, nothing good would ever come of it back in like 2013 and I was right I was still right about that debatable but I'm like oh yeah that was like a a thought that I was having along those lines mm-hmm. yeah uh, this next one is from unnamed questioner uh, did Hoyd join the World Singers just to learn about Rushar stories, or is there something more going on there? Brandon, Hoyd never joined the World Singers, but we know for, but like you know, if you've read the book, you know for a fact he was a member. And he goes on to say, like, can one join a group that one created? Is the question. Like, was he specifically a member? I mean, he was. Singer is a mask. Yeah. Like, yeah. like mm. as an apprentice a world singer, Singsil apprentice to Hoyd. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's, which answers yes. a world singer, world bringer, why are they so similar question? <laughs> which, like, because we know it's not a co- coincidence. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. Bre- uh, Hoyd does stuff. Mm-hmm. Hoyd does stuff. <laughs> which. Okay. World bringers get a mention in Tress, correct? I believe that is still the case. Yeah, I'm, okay. I do remember that. And and I and I think the context of it is for a world bringer like me, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna... As like a, a so it's probably like the global like intercosmere organization is world bringers, and then Voshar sucks at naming things, so it's like. <laughs> World bringers, like, oh, you mean like singers? Like, we have those, and just name the group world bringers. That is one hundred percent what may, I think. Maybe happened. Hoyd's original world singers were singers. Maybe, like way maybe, back. maybe we go to other worlds and they have other world ringers <laughs> and world <laughs> world springers. The world world springers. World springers are on inventions worlds, actually. For anyone who yeah. doesn't remember. Worldbringers were also mentioned in Mistborn Era 1 as being yes. around in ancient Terrace. Yeah, that's what Quan was. He was a Worldbringer. <laughs> and I think for a long time, and that may still be the case, 
we've thought that like we haven't associated world bringers with this kind of storytelling society that That's the world singers yeah. are. Uh, we've thought that that the world bringers, the Mistborn version, were like kind of leadership of ancient terrorists or sages mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. We may need to rethink that. I mean, I think that can also be true, though. Like, yes, yes, <laughs> we may we may we may need to recontextualize that. It's worth a question to Brandon, like. What were world bringers doing in ancient terrace? Like, yeah, because if because if Hoyt founded the world singers, and if he was involved in the establishment of the world bringers, which is mm-hmm. unclear at this point, how and why there there is nuance there that would be interesting to know. Yeah. Because we do know Hoyd was doing stuff in Terrace during Well of Ascension that we yes. really don't mm-hmm. know. Yep. Like, but he was mm-hmm. he was kind of leading the refugee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. the connection between Hoyd and Terrace is like I want to investigate that more. Yeah, and like if Hoyd made the World Bringers, how long ago was that? Right, like in classical Skadrial, because mm-hmm. like. But pre-ascension, it seemed like the world bringers were very well established as like mm-hmm. very well respected mm-hmm. in Terra society at the very least, right? Like mm-hmm. the, these were the ferrochemists, yeah. uh, the people with all the copper that's, mines and knowledge and things. That's a good question of like how long between like the ascension versus the creation of human beings on Skadrial, like. How long was the period yeah. of classic Skadrian history? There, there were a few cycles of the well refilling. Mm-hmm. We do yeah. know that. Oh, there, wow. There, okay. Were, okay. there were previous heroes, but they didn't use it like uh, Alen- like Rashek and uh, Vin did. Mm-hmm. They used That's it somehow mm-hmm. differently. I don't know. <laughs> it's unclear. <laughs> but they, the power was used at least like once or twice before. So. Mm-hmm interesting yes very interesting i i do want to i would love to know like a skadrial story like right after genesis of skadrial because like i think Mm -hmm. like a story in the cosmere set like right after humans are created is like such fun fantasy storytelling like what is that society Mm -hmm. like and things and Mm-hmm. that yeah. would be very interesting like people yeah. created as an adult yeah yeah right exactly it's like <laughs> yeah, no, that is crazy like mm-hmm. how does that work what, or, yeah what do you do yeah 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 like or, mm-hmm. or like it's one generation removed from genesis it's like oh yeah i don't have grandparents mm-hmm. like yeah. what are grandparents i don't even have a word for that maybe, <laughs> right maybe there's how some knowledge from the shards. are the shards in like making mm-hmm. a society exist yeah yeah like yeah. you just like yeah. make the humans and watch i definitely <laughs> haven't thought about writing a story like that that would be silly <laughs> but like it, it would be so interesting in the cosmere on yeah. skadrial right brandon if you don't write it i'll write i'll write one eventually i'm sure because that that's <laughs> that's, it, that's good stuff no yeah. more late oh, cosmere months, show us early months. cosmere <laughs> to be fair to be fair i'd love to know more about classical skadrial i don't know how yeah. much brandon knows of classical skadrial though i gotta be honest <laughs> i think he did very broad strokes it's like ah smoke and mirrors there's stuff before 14 lands what are the 14 lands i don't know 
And the religions. Yeah, religions. <laughs> a lot of them. Yes. Yeah, maybe, maybe we get some of that like after the shattering of Adenalsium. Like maybe we'll see mm. epilogues where it's like, and here's how the shards went about oh, making dude, humans. That would be sweet, or, actually. Uh, yeah. That would That'd be, be cool. really cool, actually. <laughs> now I'm just em- envisioning like the end of legally blonde where like it's just on screen it's like it gives like like it gives like previews of what like all oh, the characters like, do yeah, after yeah, 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 yeah. and it's yeah. like that's, that's what popped into my head i'm like i oh, love it so and so graduated with no girlfriend and no honors and no job prospects <laughs> like Odium. And that person was racist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I am gonna call it here because oh, once we once we reach this is a legally blonde, we gotta move on. Lamez, legally go blonde. How many more pop culture references can we get in here that are that are really really perfect for 2023? You know, <laughs> it's really really be with the kids. I have been oh, I have been like humming in my head Taylor Swift's Bad Blood. But it's ghost blood. <laughs> Somebody Is that write because it. Because of the next question. Mm-hmm. Well, Alex, why don't you bring, why don't you bring us in, Alex? All right. I have not scrolled down. I don't know what's in this question. <laughs> You're about to get my genuine reaction to whatever I am Perfect. about to read live it's on camera. It's not a bad so. question. Let's scroll and see what we've got. Okay questioner so an anonymous questioner with all of the bad things ooh, all of the bad things that we've seen the ghost floods do so far like imprisoning lift is kelsier no longer a good or mostly good person Hmm. and brandon says kelsier would say he's a good person I would say Kelsier is a complicated individual whose moral compass does not align to my same moral compass, but he never was. He would say that he hasn't changed. I would say that he has changed slightly over the centuries. Let me just state for the record that Brandon Sanderson has additionally said that Mraze would consider himself a good, or no, a nice person, I believe is the That's phrasing. That's thinks he's very nice. That's true. Mraze thinks he's a nice person. So listen, take this whole Kelsier would think he's a good person wob with a grain of salt because Kelsier's Can wrong. I split that hair, Alex? A person being nice versus a person being mm. good are not the same thing. Like you can be okay. nice to people and still be a total asshole. This is a similar like genre of wob though, of Brandon not answering the question himself by telling you what the character believes about himself though you can see that he has done exactly the same thing scholars in world would think this (laughs) (laughs) let's acknowledge that the mraze being nice thing was in a very very humorous context it was it's true yes in fact i believe actually the example that brandon gave was that Mraze would consider what he did to lift to be a nice thing to do. he was very nice to lift i think is how it was stated is so nice. we've come full circle here I think irony and sarcasm are things that we need to keep mm-hmm. in mind exist in this mm-hmm. universe this Ow. universe that we're in right now <laughs> the real in, world probably in all of them 
I find this I like that one very interesting, though, considering, you know, it's the eve of lost metal where it's like Kelsier thinks he's exactly <laughs> the same. And I would say he's changed a bit, which, to be honest, oh, meeting true. Kelsier and lost metal. lost metal came. Yeah. Yeah. This this. Yeah. Oh. It was the release party for lost metal. So like Brandon's really talking oh, around that. Right. So yeah. Just oh, realize what that. a perfect question. We're right before Lost Metal <laughs> dropped. Dang. There, there Good job, are, anonymous questioner. It will in the next sequence of Lob episodes, uh, we will get to the spoiler stream, and that's the one where mm-hmm. like people ask some more details about Kelsier. Mm-hmm. Uh that we'll see. But right now we're we're pre-Lost Metal time. But uh, I'm reversed, I think. Like this came out the general QA was the day it released. The spoiler QA was the day before. Oh mm. yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's whatever. Yeah, Technically yeah. speaking, but still, it's before most people have read it. Yeah, it's yeah. I, yeah, this is a spoiler Q and A for everything before Lost Metal. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I already read part I, of it anyway because I got it earlier. <laughs> in <German time. laughs> That's true. You did. You did. That is true. You were there. Um, stayed up most of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I will point out that like. There has been so much discussion and speculation about like how much does Kelsier know about slash approve of the things the Rosharan ghost bloods do. And the questioner has basically asked this directly and Brandon did not give any answer about how much Kelsier knows about the things the ghost bloods are doing like imprisoning lift which is a little bit fascinating and frustrating to me because I really kind of do want to know how aware of slash approving Kelsier is of the Roshar and Ghost Bloods. True. Because I think I'm dead right about it, but other people have other opinions that are wrong, so. <laughs> that are on the skull. <laughs> a few of them. <laughs> I would additionally say Kelsier is very similar in many ways to his era one self like reading mm-hmm. his points of view felt very similar mm-hmm. it's it's actually funny i was talking with a co-worker and he said kelsier felt totally different i was like oh yeah, that, that's really interesting because i did not feel that way so it's interesting people less involved in the cosmere that might differ but i think my view on whether or not has kelsier himself changed between the eras i think brandon's right that like He's changed slightly. What's changed is the situation that Kelsier is in. Yeah. Kelsier in Era One is a person in an incredibly different context than Kelsier in Secret History Absolutely. or Kelsier yeah. in Era yeah. Two. And so, because of the sort of like scope and level of problems that they're facing, Kelsier himself does not need to internally change a lot to have his interactions with the world be substantially different, I yep. think is what's going yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the situation is super different. That was exactly what I was mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. Alex. Yeah. He he has stepped on a larger stage and mm-hmm. and it's a very different stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is a trauma queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fascinating because in some ways sort of the era two stakes are bigger. Like he's now thinking about things on the scope of like shards and the cosmere and protecting the planet. But in other ways, like the situation is less dire. Like he has 
more to like the final empire was so such a difficult problem to solve with the very limited resources he had as like one person trying to create a revolution. Yep. And it was so a very immediate problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas all of this shard stuff in there, yes, autonomy is a very immediate problem, mm -hmm. but that's like something that came out of almost nowhere. Right. And he's mm -hmm. working on a lot of similar problems that are just, how do I make sure that we survive the next 80 years, right? Whereas Erewhon is, how do I rob God? <laughs> yeah. Erewhon Kelsier is a very mortal person who is attempting to use very mortal means to confront an impossible problem. Era 2 Kelsier has gained a scope of functional immortality and is now playing things on the span of centuries, sort of a vibe. Mm -hmm. Though, how immortal is he? I don't know. <laughs> if you slit his throat, what happens? Immortal. Yeah. I know. Fun functional, functional immortality is the agelessness thing. I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's got a twine and duct tape sort of immortality, but it's <laughs> you know he's he's there-ish. It works, like Marsh said. It's he's minimally viable than other immortality, ghosts, but not quite as alive as other people. That's so, right. That's you know. right. The yard sale version of immortality. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I think I will take it. Good enough for me. As far as his personality is concerned, it's also like we don't know in which sort of time frames or time scales this um, happens, but like he is a cognitive shadow. So, mm -hmm. like, and we have seen what long term effects of cognitive shadows are in the heralds, like that they get weird, very set in their ways and like weird. Yeah. So, um, that might also have start like slowly starts affecting him in some forms. And like he has had preservation as well for a little bit. So that probably also warped him a little bit that changes stuff yeah. so yeah um yep we had a really good conversation about that in the moonlight's mentor episode Boom. about <laughs> kelsier being very aware of this problem and taking steps yeah. to which if maybe you haven't it. seen it it's just it really should just be called kelsier so go watch it if you haven't yeah. <laughs> we had to hide we, it for we, got, we, we really funny. did we really did Kelsier well, we we probably our, will our, just call something Kelsier. Our so. next Kelsier episode is going to be called Yet Another Kelsier Episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> yep. What, you guys think we're going to get more Kelsier in the Cosmere? I think he's done. I think we've seen the last <laughs> yeah. one, actually. I think his story's done, Alex. Oh, yeah, you're right. Finished. You're right. Mm -hmm. We don't get yeah, to yeah, 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 anymore. Yeah. 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 He's certainly yeah, not so. going to be an Era 4 problem. Book 1, Era 3, Prologue, Kelsier gets ganged. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, this is the best book ever not a problem anymore <laughs> out of the picture a anti uh like mist light or something and he's just mm. nuked yeah, out yeah, yeah. boom done i'll support any shard who gets rid of kelsier for good <laughs> any shard you have my field you heard it here any shard you yeet kelsier into the beyond you are my best friend okay get him right. out of here i'm done all with right. him Alex has her clear allegiances I, here. I cannot stand this slander anymore and will advance <laughs> the episode to the next question. See, that this is the great thing when we have so many wobs. It's like, are we in a rush, though? <laughs> I mean, we don't gotta a little get bit. We get where we're getting. A little bit. Look, we if, we, if, we, get four, for if we get episode. four episodes out of it, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next episode's cast's problem. Yeah. How much progress, progress we made? Who cares? 
<laughs> Welcome to Shortcast Q1, where we have two Tress episodes and eight Wob. Hey, 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 hey. And White Sand Omnibus, good yeah, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's secret projects Next. and Wobs. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you need. It, it's true, yeah. Brandon should stop telling us things if he wants us to not have so many <laughs> right right <laughs> the burden of knowledge it is it is I was thinking just earlier in this episode how <laughs> like we were talking about something that um we oh we were talking about don't shot mm. uh and, yeah. and how like oh it's it's weird that we never knew this and now we know this mm-hmm. and I'm like there are so many books out there that have information like that and just readers don't get an answer yeah yeah mm-hmm. true 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 mm-hmm. and and we can we can just be like hey brandon this weird thing that is never brought up in the books in any capacity what's the what's the backstory and it's like well I, I got the backstory Unless it's Luther. Uh, yeah, that's exactly way, what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> in fact, yeah. <laughs> yeah Luther's I mean, right the now in the Skadrial creation myth, actually. You know? Luther, Rhea. Ooh, Rhea. <laughs> yeah, Rhea's tear. Yeah. Put your comments mm. below if you remember Rhea's tear. <laughs> We're not going to tell you what it is. You can, you can check oh. it out on the Copper Mind if you care. Yeah, you can. We don't, we don't need any more wobs. I'm going to have to make that after we finish. Wait, what? Next question. <laughs> okay. All right. Evgeny, save us. You're, you're trying to get us on task, and I'm like, I, no. I, I would love to make it a third rails. into this document. <laughs> okay. Go to the next one. Is, is Terra, Kaladin's flame, still currently in Eurythero? Because there's a chapter where it kind of seems like she is. And Brandon says, I will answer that in book five, so I'm going to raffle you. That, at least, is my plan. One of the interludes should be from her viewpoint. That's my plan right now. I don't know where Brandon's going with Tara Caledon, so I'm, I'm mm-hmm. interested. Because, like, it seems like it's been so unnecessarily mm-hmm. mysterious, you know? Mm-hmm. It does. This, I would, I would does. like to see a little bit more of her. Yeah, like, I liked her in in Kaladin's flashback with her. Like she seemed like cool. better than Kaladin in those. He, yeah. he did Decent. not treat her well. <laughs> no, no. This does kind of feel like Brandon did answer the question. Like, did, has Brandon yeah. previously confirmed that Tara was at some point in Erythru? Because he feels like if she's going to have an interlude, then this feels like. Yeah, she's still I, around I guess, the plot and relevant. Which... Well, I guess this does conf- confirm that at least at one point she was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, her interlude could be, you know, after she's left or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, for people who don't know, uh, well, obviously Tara is one of Kaladin's ex-girlfriends. Like, we see her in, like, a brief flashback. But mm-hmm. there is a character... Um, in a scene in Oathbringer that like her clothing is described exactly like how Tara is described mm-hmm. in that flashback because she's a lefty but she wears um Thalen clothing. clothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. But huh. um but if I remember correctly I, I wanna say 
that like she was still into him but she broke up because like he had his own issues and like you're not at a point where like this relationship can work valid so i'm putting an end to it accurate it was unclear to me what exactly happened there because they ended their relationship because she was like i'm gonna go with like my dad or whatever to this like somewhere and work elsewhere, right? Uh, Morn's vault mm-hmm. to work for the Morn's vault, yeah. and and Kaladin didn't want to follow her. Essentially, well, he I, couldn't. Like yeah, he wanted he, her yeah. to stay because he was he a was enlisted. Yeah. Yes. This was a, this was a thing of like she took a job somewhere, knowing that it would require them to break up. Yeah, and was like. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because it's it's not going to work. Sorry. Um, yeah, which honestly, incredibly healthy of her to say, I'm not going to fix him. You can we can try this again once you figured yourself out. Maybe good luck. Which Kaladin is making steps to working on become it. more mentally healthy that who knows what the future will bring. That's true. Yeah. He has yeah. different mental issues now than when they were <laughs> together. Perhaps. Variety. He, hey, you, you just tell Tara, I invented therapy on this planet, okay? Yeah. I invented yeah. therapy. I'm, we're, we're, we're all getting better together. What more do you want yeah. from me? I invented an entire way to deal with this. Imagine yeah, you have to come therapy yet? <laughs> like, yeah, couples therapy. therapy. <laughs> I, I do not want Calden the couples therapist. I do not think he'd do a good job. <laughs> no. Imagine, imagine being so rejected by a partner because of your mental health that you're like, I'm going to invent a science to deal with this. I need to fix it. Like that's, that's He's a fixer. dedication. He's a fixer. That is dedication. True. I, w- I will just say like, Kaladin also is such a person in terms of like, he has really severe normal person mental health issues <laughs> with like depression and seasonal affective disorder. Yeah. But then also like, a level of trauma on top of that. Mm-hmm. And then also under very intentional psychic assault from a shard <laughs> attempting to get him to commit suicide, assisted by his former best friend. Like the things that Kaladin is dealing with <laughs> in a mental state sort of way are really just an inhuman sort of a burden. Like he's, he's oof. Good yeah, luck, oof Kaladin. is a great way We're to put it. For, for sure. you. Oof. Oof. <laughs> He's better now. He's reborn. So sorry, boy. Yeah. Cool. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Doing uh, great, guys. Is... Page another, five. Uh... We're on page five. <laughs> five yes. of 31. Well, usually we get to 10, Alex. Okay. 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 Should I? All right. I'm going to read the whole thing because. Yeah, it's yeah. No, this is, this is quite yeah. interesting. Yeah. When the shard splinters, does it have any effect on the Cosmere that we aren't seeing yet? Switch when answered no. And then a follow up question what would be effect if all the shards splintered? And Sobren goes on to say that it does have, but see, there's splintering and then there's splintering. <laughs> Dramatic splintering is a different event than the shards splintering themselves, for instance, or things like this. There's a whole continuum going on there. All the shards being splintered would, of course, have an effect, but it could have all kinds of different effects based on how and why and what's going on and what happened to the different pieces of investiture. 
you can have a full splintering where the shard is just completely blasted into pieces, or you can have a shard taking off pieces of their soul and splintering it out and sending it off to be self-aware and things like that. These are two different things. Also, there's a whole bunch of nuance <laughs> in that question, but the answer is it will inevitably have an effect and there are effects that have happened in the Cosmere that you don't recognize yet as being the effects of splintering and things like that. And things like that. <laughs> there are effects yeah. that have happened in the Cosmere that you don't recognize yeah. yet as being the effects of splintering? What? That is the wildest part of this whole yes. thing. Like, mm-hmm. The rest yeah. is interesting Mm-hmm. But like makes sense, right? There's so many yeah. different circumstances that a splinter yeah. can happen that I'm and like, okay, we sure. have seen these. Yeah, yeah, right, right, so, right. Yeah. But yeah. like, what does that mean, Alex? You don't you don't like be on these shows. No. What do you think? <laughs> I don't like this answer. Okay, um, because this is the same sort of an answer as like, what is a sliver and why do a bunch of people call a bunch of different things slivers all of the time when they do. Are you I sure you don't salty... go on one episodes, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> it's all a farce. I read everyone ahead of time. <laughs> um, Liz, I've just been in this fandom so long that you osmosis wobs whether you want them or not. <laughs> yeah, you, you hear the memes happens. and the jokes. I have about gotten wobs things. put in my brain against my will. Um, Calden will be good with a spear because he he <laughs> will be good with okay. a spear. You know. I'm coming at this from like a salty silverlight scholar, <laughs> upset about terminology sort of perspective of like if like forcible splintering is a completely different effect than like Mm -hmm. a shard willingly giving pieces of the why are we calling both of those splintering why don't we have a different term (laughs) if they produce wildly different effects like why are they both just called splintering because like they both create splinters no, I don't like it. No, that's <laughs> I mean, what it is. Yeah. I feel like this is also the first time, like that. That the, the, the usually a shard creating like voluntary splinters of themselves, like is not referred to as splintering. Like mm-hmm. that's true. Don't make, that's not a yeah. thing. Please don't make that a th- like fans. <laughs> it feels like it is that. as of like, this question. Yeah. I I think like splintering and shattering are like equivalent processes. Just like one is adenalsium, one is a shard. Yeah. It's the yeah. same yeah. thing happening both. Yeah. It's it's a, an autopsy necropsy sort of thing. Same thing, just different subjects. <laughs> I don't like I that. like a shard don't going is like I am going to make an independent being from myself. That's not a splintering. I think you can make a reasonable argument that's in that situation, the shard is splintering a piece of theirs. So like you, you would use splintering as a verb instead of mm-hmm. to splinter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of the shard splintering itself or the shard being splintered, the shard is creating a splinter or splintering a piece of their soul. Uh, and that's what a divine breath, for example, would be. Alternative, we just refer to that as splinterizing. Different words. <laughs> the process of I splinterization. Mean, yes. Batting off a splinter. Splinterization cast is our new <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Nice. That, that, that's actually the title of the episode. Yeah, there you go. Who um, knows what this episode will I, be titled? 
Ian, I feel like there's an obvious solution here in that mm -hmm. the forcible splintering that's like the irreversible process where the shard is no more and cannot be put back together. We should just call that shattering if that's no, what we call uh, it. No, I, I disagree. <laughs> Let me have my autopsy necropsy. <laughs> Just also, it's it open question whether they can be fit back together, Alex. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily I mean, irreversible. He's always been very cagey about that. It sounds it's like weird. it's mostly irreversible. Like it's it would take hard. extraordinary the, circumstances yeah, to true. put a forcibly splintered shard back together. Like Aona, or sorry, not a, Devotion <laughs> and Dominion sort of a thing. Or Honor, presumably. Those two are even um, weirder than most. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, I think there should be a different term than like, you know, endowment given pieces of herself to bring people back to life and then like presumably taking that power back and making it a part of endowment when it's no longer in use. Like this is a, well, this is a wholly different process. I think what Brandon is talking about here is what if endowment did that to a hundred percent right mm -hmm. because the questioner is asking hey what would happen if all of the shards were splintered and so i don't think you can count endowment as she appears in warbreaker as being splintered like yes there are splinters of her soul out there but like brandon i think is answering the question of what if she completely decomposed into divine breaths or whatever voluntarily which i would have expected to be functionally the same as a traumatic splintering right something like ambition or honor but maybe there is a difference yeah i just feel like the voluntary temporary giving of pieces of a shard for magical use should not be using the same word as like the shard has been broken in a way that it does not get stuck back together easily. Like those feel like, and especially with like Brandon saying those two events are so different that they cause completely different effects in the world when they happen. I'm like, this I, I, term should I, not be encompassing all of these realities. I don't think that's quite accurate because mm. like we see like honor, like the splinters of honor are largely similar pre and post his splintering like he created like honor sprinted honor sprint existed before and after there's just a whole lot more spread now because there's a lot more free investiture floating around mm -hmm. to create them from it's just a messy situation like there's whether something is voluntary or involuntary is just like one subset of like a wide spectrum of things that like all have interplay on what happens and what effects that has yeah i don't like it it upsets I, me i i think like it's fine because like the the full shard splintering is such a rare event and like they do create splinters mm -hmm. like i do mm -hmm. think that is like it's such a special event that like you just wouldn't say like the the casual like oh i made an honor spread like this is just like it's just a different scale and like you can determine the different context uh mm -hmm. pretty easily 
Anyway, catch my fanfic about a self-insert Silverlight scholar who's going to fix the cosmic <laughs> terminology problems coming soon. And, and, and the opening line is like, and what's a sliver again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's going to propose that we call the voluntary splintering slivering just to mess you guys all up. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's, Perfect. that's my solution. Perfect. Good. Very good. Um, briefly, Breaking. getting back to the last part of yes. the answer where yes, like yes. says that we have yes we don't necessarily recognize those effects yet but by the first question that we there aren't any effects that we haven't seen yet or aren't seeing yet that this implies to me that we have seen these effects we just don't know yet that they are an effect yep. of the splintering mm-hmm. and i guess um, now we can widely theorize like and whatever that might be <laughs> there is a cynic in me that's like this was directed towards general fans and that we there are that we know things that people like normal fans don't know what the door is we do Mm -hmm. along along these lines i would have assumed this is something to do with threnody yeah possibly which which is like on one hand we either know or just kind of collectively believe that the shades are a consequence or a side effect of the splintering of ambition mm-hmm. or the death of ambition. But we don't exactly understand how and what happened there. And so this could be just Brandon like saying, yeah. Here is a an effect of splintering that you guys have seen that you don't really understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have another idea. Honor was Honor died. And that's like we don't even know exactly when that happened. So it's not like a world catastrophic thing. Mm-hmm. I do think that probably has a lot of subtle effects that we probably are encountering currently in stormlight that we don't necessarily know is an effect of honor's death right Mm. uh so i i think that's a possibility as well yeah that's that's kind of the impression that i have that this is something that we have like taken for granted that like this is just the way things are and this is the way this magic works and Brandon is going to be able to say, actually, it used to be different before this splintering happened. And it's that way now because we're after that, you know, like and that could be anything. It's it's like impossible to pick out what part of reality is that way when we never (laughs) saw the the before picture sort of a thing. See hero flashbacks and then we'll find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Let's go on to this next one. Uh, questioner asks in book one Teravangian was talking to Zeth when Zeth confronts him at the end he talks about the life brother but we haven't heard any other references since then Brandon you have not that's a raffo and I mostly had this here because put your comments below if you remember what the life <laughs> brother is and the one time it's mentioned in the entire Stormlight archive maybe we'll learn in book Shin five stuff. Shin stuff maybe Mm -hmm. i I would expect us to learn something about the life brother yeah yeah next question i am so happy (laughs) i have 
Perfect. Not because I care about this question, but it means Alex gets the next question. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That, <laughs> doing this to me. that wasn't intentional. Right, I, I didn't will... adjust anything. That was just how I, I only this switched. One. I won't read the one I'm going to get either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fortune. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what would happen if a pure tone or an anti-tone interacted with shard metal, god metal? Uh, Brandon, different things can happen, but generally, if it's the right shard metal, you're going to get a resonance or a destructive resonance to that tone. So, what does he yeah. mean by the word resonance in this case? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't constructive, know. like yeah, that it amplifies somehow. I don't know how it would amplify, but yeah, well, like it, it's like everything has a resonating frequency, sure. and like okay. if you hit it, yeah. like that can be very bad for objects. That's like how an opera singer yeah. like shatters glass, like. That sort of thing. I was just like not sure if he maybe meant Cosmia Resonance, and I was just going down a weird oh, different oh, rabbit yeah. hole. So that's no. like okay. Yeah, I think this he's is actually like using the sonic word resonance. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he's actually using the word in the way it is meant to be used mm. instead of his own <laughs> rationale. If that you know, in my defense, a lot of times that doesn't happen. <laughs> like oh, yeah. distilling. It's yeah. like well, it's not what that <laughs> word means. Yes, it should technically be a destructive interference rather than. Yeah, I was going to say destructive interference is as, probably the term yeah. he meant there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I, let's let's go on to the next one, Alex. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. go on to the next one. <laughs> you don't want to get into the physics of waveforms? I thought this was a while, but okay, well, all right, we all right, have all right let's go. Get into. Off we go. Oh God. Oh God. What is this question? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. I, I, I didn't adjust anything, Alex. This is just yeah. how things I turned out. Agreed. <laughs> see, right, see, if anything, Alex, I needed to put you after Ian in the list just for this. It was, it was your yeah. destiny, maybe. <laughs> An anonymous questioner asks: At the end of Rhythm of War, we see shard-induced time dilation. You bring a lot of investiture into a place, and it slows down time. Brandon clarifies: It can also speed it up. Jeez. Questioner: How much investiture would it take to dilate an area so that? Oh my! There's more. There's a lot more. Don't worry, I Brandon. I thought it was just that first part. I did not realize. Okay, all right, let's keep going. It's like Brandon half of the more than Let's brace ourselves. All right. How much investiture would it take to dilate an area so that one area moves forward about 15 years into the future while everything else remains? Like they have 10 minutes and everyone else goes 15 years. Brandon says... There are a couple of variables here. Number one is the length of the area, how fast that 15 years passes. If we want us to jump forward 15 years in how much time? 15 years compared to one year, 15 years compared to one minute, 15 years compared to one second. Those are all different things. And of course, the more you're compressing and the more the larger the area, the more investiture you're requiring. Mm-hmm. The questioner asks again uh, further, could two unchained bondsmiths in the course of a duel do it? I now suspect the questioner perhaps has a fanfic idea and is hoping to get confirmation. That is my editorial note as I continue reading. All right, we're almost done, guys. Stick with me. Here we Three go. more paragraphs. Brandon. 
15 years. 15 years is going to be a stretch for what they can get a hold of, but it depends. Unchained Bondsmith, Unchained 2, for instance, a deity that is no longer a vessel controlling that power in the way it needs to have the limits on it is going to be able to access more than more than one where there was some vessel there saying no who so there's one factor in it a bondsmith can access a lot of power as evidenced by the migration the migration from ashen to roshar happened with a bondsmith powering some else calling and that allowed for some pretty crazy things getting an entire population moved through a portal across that much space is a lot of work and a lot of energy so what you're asking i think that's stretching again it depends again on how long 15 to 1, not so hard. 15 years in a second is really hard and probably beyond what they have the capacity to do. I see what you're doing there. You saw me talk around it. All right. I think we all understood that and we can move on immediately, right? <laughs> so, for people who don't understand, I feel like I just think- ran a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> This is kind of getting into there is going to be the contest of champions <sighs> in Stormlight 5. And we also know that there's going to be a time skip between Stormlight 5 and Stormlight 6 of about 15 years. So it's like, is there just going to be a pocket of people that skip those 15 years and end up in Stormlight 6? Which, yeah, this makes me think probably not. I also do not think that is the case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which it sounds like the questioner was originally thinking 15 years compared to 10 minutes, which Mm -hmm. it does sound like Brandon saying that's not super feasible. 15 years to one year, perhaps, but it's just such Mm -hmm. an absurdly high factor of dilation, right? Like that's that's insane. But you know, we did see Wayne dilate time to so that the speed of like that. Yeah, basically to the speed of light so you know it's not impossible Mm -hmm. which mm, i hate that i'm saying this but it calls into question like how does that allomantic power work like is it using the same mechanism of drawing a lot of investiture to itself to produce this effect Mm. or is it able to produce an identical effect on its own with a relatively limited i hate you all i I think it's the second one i think it's the second one i think it is but it's fascinating that like a certain person can produce the identical effect without the requisite level of massive amounts of investiture in a place to do this mm-hmm. if you just happen to have the right alimantic power hmm kind of you see what you yeah, see what no, i'm saying i do, here? I do. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. that doesn't seem as wild to me as it appears to be to you here here's my analogy like Things have heightenings, right, when they get breath. And that's sort of a passive effect Mm -hmm. of the investiture when you're holding on to it. You can Mm -hmm. get those effects in other ways, right? So, yeah, if you collect Mm -hmm. a crap load of investiture, yes, it will have these ambient properties and things. But, like, is what Wayne's doing at the end of Lost Metal the same as what, like, Dalinar's doing in Compressing Time with that vision with Tien? Mm -hmm. I think like no, but it is a little weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's, it's like a little weird. It's also a thing where it's like a magic system that does a specific thing, like is probably like reasonably efficient at doing mm. that one thing, where as opposed to like a magic system that can do a whole bunch of things that like you kind of just have to brute force it to do a specific thing, like that's going to be very inefficient. Or even without a magic system, like investiture mm-hmm. passively has certain effects mm-hmm. such as time dilation. Uh, and so that it feels natural that you would need a lot more investiture to produce those effects than if you were like channeling a specific arcana in a specific way to get exactly those effects and nothing else. Like it has the same effect in the end, but the mechanics to get there so that like ben, um, time bubbles do not operate on this sort of time dilation effect in any like it's time dilation technique i'm not sure how the real world term is applied if it's only like gravitational effects that are called time time dilation but anyway like um it's doing some other thing maybe like in the spiritual realm it is some hack that in this localized area the time just flows faster and because in the spiritual realm it doesn't matter anyway so it works but the other one is just a consequence of the physics of the thing of mm-hmm. investiture mass energy equivalence so it's mechanic like it's the same effect in the end but mechanically might be something completely different um, potentially yeah. potentially yeah i have another thought yes mm-hmm. um and it's that because you're me- I think we're all thinking along the same lines of mm-hmm. sort of what what you mentioned, Marvin, about like the similarities to IRL real f- physics, general relativity, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. gravity time dilation or speed time dilation, like the closer you get to the speed of light, time does things. <laughs> And I think maybe that's actually not the best equivalent for sort of investiture-induced time dilation because of this first thing that Brandon has said of it can slow things down or it can speed things up, Mm -hmm. which makes me think this is not a natural passive process that always happens when you have a massive investiture in this way. It's something that needs to be done with intent and Ooh, requires yeah, a lot of investiture. Maybe. Like you have someone who is intentionally pushing, you know, mm. speeding up or oh. slowing down time. It's a push or and pull. that requires a lot of investiture. But just having a lot of investiture in a point does not necessarily mess with time on its mm. own unless there is an intent pushing and pulling on time with I, it. I think is what is the only thing that makes sense there. I, I do think tracking? Brandon has said that just invent a big enough hunk mm-hmm. of investiture would have effects with that. Mm-hmm. However, I, th- I think maybe like it only goes one way naturally and then like you need a magic yeah. to like be like it can yeah, it do the other way. But yeah, you do need to do a, an intent thing to do that. You can right? inverse the polarity. Yeah, sure. <laughs> inverse the polarity. That's, yeah, that's not a science. That, that, that's just <laughs> making things up. This actually makes me think, like, God, who am I? Um, Good. We start Good. talking about. I hate this. Cosmere faster than light travel. Mm-hmm. You have mm. entities in the Cosmere traveling at speeds nearing the speed of light or beyond the speed of light, 
can you use investiture time dilation to cancel out those effects and make it so that time passes at a similar oh, rate okay. in the faster than light space as it is in the world okay. around it mm-hmm. to sort of make huh? it okay can you can you do that can or can you push it further the other way and Maybe. make it oh, so even you don't, more extreme so you don't lag behind the rest of the world uh-huh, uh-huh. Can you ha- make those two time dilations counteract each other in that way? That has <laughs> always been how I thought um, Alimantic FTL was going to function. Because like we have like the speed up and mm-hmm. slow down time. Like somehow they're going to mm-hmm. travel very rapidly, but not mess with their timeline. <sighs> There's weird things that happen if you're actually going faster than the speed of light. That is beyond <laughs> my knowledge of theoretical mm-hmm. physics. However, I I do I do kind of like this idea. I like this idea. This yeah. is this at is least neat. to like near light speeds. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I if you speed. want to get across a galaxy faster, you need to be going a lot faster than light speed. <laughs> you, you just do. Yeah. 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 I did see a, a headline recently about how it's possible that if our universe were not flat, which we believe yes. to be, but spherical, you can by going FDL travel back in time yeah there's a lot of weird things with the shape of the universe that like <laughs> the and the the cosmological constant i believe uh <sighs> that uh we we yeah. this is this is very deep physics uh <laughs> this this is this is forbidden lore right here that uh yeah don't worry guys brandon is gonna call his physicists and they're yeah. gonna figure it out <laughs> I want everybody to know that I am the sort of person that in my fictional universe for the novel that I was writing, I decided this part of general relativity sucked and that's not the way that it works in my universe. And time does have constant speed everywhere. You can mess with it a little bit, but it's always, it has a natural constant. And I'm like, my brain likes this better. So it's fantasy. How dare you 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 me? Engage with this. Maybe, part of maybe the world. really in your series, it's a bunch of different time dilations canceling nope. each other. <laughs> Actually, bad. Cool. Do do no GPS won't work Can if you we... don't do that. Let's f- speed up time and go to the next question. <laughs> I mean, I think which, that would just happen anyway. But <laughs> which we pulled from. So, so we are still talking about the spoiler-free Q and A. But we, we, there was a relevant question up in uh, the spoiler Q and A. No, this is from uh, the spoiler stream. Yeah, yeah, this is the December spoiler stream later. Mm-hmm. Okay, another spoiler thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's relevant to all of this, and so yeah. it's good to talk about it here. Yeah. Let's let's have Alex and... be on the show for more of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, she she seems to be having a lot of fun with this. I think so she we is. don't want to lose so her. Much. So much fun. Um, you heard it. She said it. She said um, it. She said it with intent. Even that. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, uh. and the question goes. Does the dead body of a shard pull at time and space, thus causing time to pass slower in that place in the Cosmere, almost like a black hole? Mm, That is very relevant. Yeah. Yeah. And Brandon (laughs) says the following. It could go either way in the Cosmere, depending, but the answer is yes. A large amount, like a deific amount of investiture, will... Any amount of investiture will cause a bit of time dilation, but the amount you are getting from even a shard pool 
is not enough to be noticeable. I see you, Brandon, using the term shard pull. I see you. <laughs> it is really funny how like we we have the term perpendicularity and Brandon's yeah. just like shard pool just because the like, fans don't. I mean, they're not about. exactly the same thing. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um. So the amount you're getting even from shard pool is not enough to be noticeable. I mean, it is. You can notice it even on our planet if you take a jet that goes fast enough. So it is noticeable, but not rele- relevantly noticeable. We're talking about a slippage of a day or so in a year, even off of a shard pool. Don't canonize. That's just I'm making numbers up. <laughs> but that's what we are talking about. There are chunks of investiture of deific nature that can cause amounts of time dilation that would be virtually impossible in our universe without you becoming one with a black hole. There is a story I want to tell, and I don't know if I'll ever get around to telling it, about an entire society that rises and falls in several seconds of time dilation to everyone else. I want to be able to, start, I want to, be able to tell stories like that, and you couldn't do that in our universe, but that's part of the reason we have the Cosby. That's a cool, really cool story idea. There is, there's a Star Trek Voyager episode that, mm. that plays with that. Which is there's wild to think about. Mm-hmm. Destiny. There's an entire Destiny race <laughs> that has that as well. I, I am not surprised that there is an entire Destiny thing whenever there is something Cosmere we talk about. Mm-hmm. One, of my, one of my favorite <laughs> Destiny lore bits is like the Awoken's pocket dimension where they had just like thousands and thousands of years of magic development mm. and then came back to our universe after a little while and we're like, we're here to save you with all of our super advanced magic tech. <laughs> That we developed in our paradise pocket world. It's cool. Cool. Uh, this, yeah. this is good context. I think we discussed yeah. basically all of this, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I did just think it was very cool that. I, yeah. yeah. And we also briefly talked about this in the ghost episode. <laughs> um, namely, oh, yeah. that maybe Cell might be like affected by this some in some form. And like, Travel to and from cell is well, weird, I, and what how time passes on cell after. Well, I'm glad you asked, Marvin, because there's a wob that Argent asked about Kais, but I think we'll save that time dilation fun yeah. for for <laughs> later. because <laughs> yeah. uh, that that it goes off in a little different direction, uh, and mm-hmm. so we'll we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah. Well, the stream was good. We definitely have like outstanding weird time dilation questions in the cosmere mm-hmm. in terms of like how does hoid dilate time because we know he has not lived through all of the sure. eras that he has existed mm-hmm. yeah 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 sort of a what's up there what are the other are the other world hoppers also doing a thing there mm-hmm. to skip their way forward and t- you know like yeah look hoid just uses secrets. cadmium there's Easy. always another secret mm-hmm. Does he? Or is he, there something else he's doing? He's a he misborn. Could. I mean, there were many, many thousands of years before he was a misborn. Well, sure, but, but now he can just mm-hmm. use cadmium. Even easier. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Moving Ooh, on to the next question. Ooh, nice. Now from the convention again. Yep. So the question asks, we have some idea that autonomy is fiddling around in Rosha and in schedule. This was before the Lost Metal came out, so we definitely know autonomy was fiddling around. Yes, we very much do. (laughs) 
brand answer to that and other places. Uh, follow up, considering her involvement with the ghost plots, has she directly interacted with Kelsia slash Thydeka? Shren answered Raffo. And uh, the question then follows up again, whether she has or, whether she has or not, what is her opinion of, scale, of Kelsia? And Brandon answered, you're asking, directly autonomy, not one of her avatars. Directly autonomy likes Kelsia and respects Kelsia. Autonomy is a fan, shall we say. Kelsier taking autonomy right there. <laughs> Boom. Also, Bovidin, Kelsier fangirl. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, true. I Come mean, on. he's basically stolen her MO. So, like, yeah, going around religions. putting himself in front of a bunch of different religions. Like, Raze even I says believe... Kelsier comes to Roshar on an avatar. Easy. Yeah. I bet autonomy doesn't like that. <laughs> I believe I specifically called out that I thought that Kelsier had like stolen Autonomy's avatar sort of like terminology for his <laughs> Sion and Ask nonsense. Like it's possible. And then we later found out I was right. So uh I was aware of this swab ahead of time. I did know about this one. There's <laughs> more I mean, fuel for my fire that Kelsier is the worst if Autonomy. I don't I don't begrudge him because that's like Right. So when you are when when you re, let's say let's say you are young and you and your friends are playing like RPGs and stuff like like your home brewing settings and stuff, but you are a little more well read than your friends. And so, you know, of like fantasy worlds and things like that. And you just inject elements of those worlds into your own homebrew that's what kelsier is doing he's like he knows about shards and splinters and slivers and investiture and avatars and things like that and so when he shows up to the stupid people of roshar who know only a little bit of these things there's like words 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 at them <laughs> yeah I mean, Kelsier is a con artist who has, like, ganked Autonomy's game. And I think Autonomy is the sort of person who is both, like, a little bit amused to see a random mortal trying to pull this off and also a little bit impressed, but also probably a little bit frustrated and would prefer maybe to bring him into the fold and have him do that in a way that is legitimate that she could perhaps control yeah what if what if instead yeah Yeah. what if autonomy tries to make kelsier into an avatar like it happens the opposite hundred percent i I think she would recruit him in a heartbeat yeah hundred percent yeah i think the rafo is that she's already like given him a sales pitch tba um (laughs) Mm. that's my vibe Maybe she approached him before, like she went to Telson, and like oh, Telson geez, for some reason wow. was like, "No, I, I, I don't Why need do it." Right? Want Telson, unless Kelsey yeah. had already turned you down. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. So damn. Who knows? Maybe yeah. something happened there. I have a question. The opening premise says we have some idea that autonomy is fiddling around in Roshar and in Skadrill. How much with Roshar? What? Uh, I think this is something to do with the fact that we know that like autonomy and odium are kind of working mm-hmm. together and like the, the color red with a lot of things, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I don't know that we have specifics. Yeah, but it, I think it, that's a bit of a might jump. Be, it might be that fancy or like, like we killed you. At the oh, end sure. Of, yeah. OK, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That could be it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually, I'm going to go ahead and like stick a pin in this as a theory of like autonomy made a avatar sales pitch at Kelsier and really probably could have gotten him to say yes, but probably did something just a little bit wrong and is frustrated (laughs) that she, she messed up the, uh, the recruitment by that much like i think I, this was actually a kelsier and marasi xp of like you were that close to sealing this mm, deal and they walked away in the end mm, i think that's probably what happened here mm, i i i think it's going to be a difficult sales pitch i like i don't i think kelsier is going to find it difficult to like accept help from from a shard in that mm-hmm. capacity. I think he ironically has a very strong sense of autonomy. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It is true. Mm-hmm. Like his whole thing is like scad protecting schedule, yeah. schedule, scheduling dominance. Like it's like mm-hmm. outside interference. Like mm, Kelsira ain't for that. And now you can have the power to protect Scadrial. Like, yeah, I, I think there's a way to do it. I really like that theory, though, Alex. I could totally buy mm-hmm. that. I, I think there are terms that autonomy could have given Kelsier to get him to accept. Because I think in a vacuum, like, forget about Scadrial. I think Kelsier would be more than happy to serve in an avatar-like capacity and be a little bit of his own actual god over a weird pantheon but uh i don't think kelsier's very good at serving yeah he's he's, he likes being his own boss so i don't know he's not a bottom he's a top yeah no but the whole point of like the autonomy uh pyramid scheme is that like (laughs) you say that you're gonna serve but you are actually there to try to claw your way up to the top and those are the sorts of people that autonomy Mm -hmm. is into which kelsier would definitely be willing to play that sort of a game to try to win it all and take the shard i'm sure at some point but that's what i'm saying kelsier has autonomy the shard it's good I, I think autonomy did not set the initial terms in a way that felt protective enough of Skadriel. And yeah. that is probably why you walked away at the table in this probably. theory pin that I If had. that happened, yeah, for sure. All right. So this next one is from Lotus, who asks, can we get any pronouns for Iona and Sky? And Sky is this boy, and he does not want to be on camera here. Uh, he looks really upset. Hi, Sky. A boy no longer. No. Uh, Brandon says, Iona is definitely a she, her. I'm going to go with she, her with both of them so you can talk about them accurately. That's how I picture them currently in my head. I've not written those books yet, so it's subject to change. But I have she, her for both of them. Well, and you know, I didn't know that when I had a male and female kitty cat. So, wow, he looks so annoying. <laughs> He's thrilled to be on our desk. Yeah. I, 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 I do want to say that, like, when answering this question, like, he answered Aona, like, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And then he stood there thinking for, like, a mm, good yeah. 30 seconds before commenting on Scott. It's possible. Mm. How you doing, yeah. buddy? okay 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 i love it when cats are are just so uncomfortable and they just want to put their heads back into their bodies (laughs) just like yeah 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, anyway, sorry. Uh, hello to Sky. Uh, he he is a very cute cat, but you wouldn't be able to tell from. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, shout out, shout out to Lotus. Yeah, Lotus. Hey, hi, Lotus. Okay. So Next this question. this does oh. this does confirm that Ayana and Sky are a BDSM lesbian couple, right? That's <laughs> canon <laughs> at this point. Mm. Canon, they nice. could be sisters. Yep, that's exactly sisters. what it says there. Boring. Not mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean, especially when you're talking about gods, like you know, but they weren't all with pantheon relationships. Look, That's things true. change when you when you ascend. <laughs> I guess. Who knows what kind of a society Yolan had? Right? First, you hit puberty, <laughs> and then your body changes, and then you hit shardery, and your entire soul changes. Is this an outtake? Is this not an outtake? I don't know. (laughs) I think this is in the episode, but we should stop here before we get into trouble. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Hi, YouTube. Uh, Could you use Aeon Door to manipulate connection? If so, would a real Aeon Door smarty be able to do something similar to a Bondsmith? Brandon, the short answer to your question is yes. Let me give some explanation. Let me give you Even when you are seeing some things <laughs> happening in Elantra suit itself, you are seeing them manipulate connection. It is mostly reinforcing connection, but it is, in a way, manipulation. Mm. Rewriting connection, rewriting identity are both things that they can do. So with enough power, with enough smartiness, what as Bondsmith can do can be done. In fact, we have seen short-range else calling done by... Obviously, else calling is not bondsmithing, but you know that a bondsmith powered a big else calling uh, to migrate from Ashen. One of the big things you've seen a bondsmith do is get people between planets, and you have seen people use Aeon Door to else call. You've seen them lightweave. You've seen them do a lot of these things. They could also do some of this same stuff. Basically, rule of thumb is almost anything in the Cosmere that is possible can be replicated with Aeon Door with the right program but you may need an injection of investiture in certain ways. Hilarious considering Lost Metal and Tress reading the swab. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing, because yeah. it really can just do anything. Yep. <laughs> also, this whole, you've seen a Bondsmith power big else calling really seems like one of those Brandon solidified something solid yeah. in his brain yeah. and really wants to tell people about it at this event, <laughs> yeah. which is always some things like mm-hmm. that, which like he's yeah. never really said it quite <laughs> like that before. No, um, no. Like, now we know. Now we know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. But yeah, uh, important to know that. Uh, you know, we've seen in Elantris them lightweave, right? And yeah. now in, you know, in Tress, we saw them do that more. But it is it is just a light weaving and like the Andor teleportation, it's just else calling. Mm-hmm. What Lesian's doing, <laughs> not else calling, it's something else, but okay, sure. <laughs> I mean I mean it is still else calling. Debatable. Yeah. Uh. It's in like under the umbrella of else calling. <laughs> yeah. Alex, uh, I think this is a great question for you to swap. <laughs> There's many paragraphs on this one, I see. All yeah, right. Um, yeah. Let's see what we got in here. So, 
memory is tied to some level or portion of spiritual identity or else pharicomists fer- uh, would not be able to store it. So Hoyd lost memories at the end of Rhythm of War in his exchange with Odium. Would that mean that part of his soul was stolen and then absorbed into Odium? And if so, what is stopping Odium from doing that with all of his enemies? I don't necessarily agree with the premise of this question. So I'm curious what Brandon's about to say. Brandon says, <laughs> basically what Odium split off is stuff that Hoyd is storing in excess investiture. Basically, it was breaths in Hoyd's case. And this sort of thing where this extra memory, one of the reasons that Hoyd is able to function better than perhaps some other very long-lived individuals is, he has found out how to keep some of this identity in, shall we say, SD cards made of investiture. Imagine that sort of thing. So what Odium is stealing from Hoyd was straight out of an SD card, which means that it's not nearly as deeply ripping into someone's soul and is also not nearly as noticeable. But the other thing is, Hoyd is directly in violation of certain agreements that have been made, which therefore exposes him to... He is lacking protections. You'll notice in the end of book three where he's like, I need to be careful because I am in violation. And so there's a couple of things going on here. Number one, much more easy access to those memories. Number two, Hoyt is in direct violation and under no protections of any sorts, uh, any sorts of agreements and things like this. Is that book three that Hoyt's saying that? I believe I believe it's in a conversation with Dalinar. Um, Mm. He doesn't use that phrase, but he basically says, I think it's Dalinar is asking him, Hoyd, like, can you do something to help us? Mm -hmm. And Hoyd basically says, like, I can't draw attention to myself because if if they found out I was here, they'd destroy me, basically. I want to say that's in Words of Radiance. Yeah, that might actually be in Words of Radiance, actually. But yeah, it's, it's that kind of a conversation where Hoyd basically says, like, he has to stay in hiding because he has an additional level of vulnerability to yeah. shards yeah. being able to do stuff to him. There's also a little bit of the, uh, I think, Ultimate epilogue, like when he's sneaking around Colinar, right? Oh, yeah, sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the only reason he could, like, expose himself to Odium is like, okay, they signed the contract, so I'm good for a bit. <laughs> right? This, this is interesting. Are those protections like global to like because we we don't see shards smiting humans like we don't just see people mm-hmm. getting disintegrated because the shard doesn't like them. Mm-hmm. True. Like, is that because like mortals are under some sort of protection? Like, did the shards make a formal agreement that like, hey, we're not just going to disintegrate people <laughs> when we're gods like. So, so rude. Is that a thing that happened? I don't. I mean, obviously, we don't have a, a a reason to think one way or the other, but I don't think so. I think this is a like you don't go around and just randomly annihilate ants for no reason. I don't like that <laughs> analogy. Because, I disagree with you, Argent. But because, like, That's if you were like you. an ascended god ant. Your perspective on ants would be very different from like a human looking <laughs> okay, at ants. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> like, like these people used to be human. Like they have a much stronger emotional connection 
to this like <laughs> level of awareness and sentience. But they also don't have any personal connection to most of the people who exist in the Cosmere. How much empathy? It's still very different than ants. I don't know. I feel like, like oftentimes when I think about how I would be if I were a god, I don't think. Well, continue. Hit us personally. You go ahead. (laughs) You have to be prepared for eventualities. Smiting mortals is very low on my priority list because they are so far beneath me and so insignificant that like that's not it brings me no pleasure they're not a threat to like that is just petty it's just Evgeny, petty. i totally disagree if i'm a semi-goddess i'm smiting a ton of people instantly <laughs> i'm transforming well, I this world this i disagree this with both of you for different reasons <laughs> <laughs> my philosophy is like i wouldn't go around smiting people willy-nilly but like if there's like one person that is like causing problems like yes like no i'm like no no more yeah if you're a god and you know whether someone's innocent or guilty then you can just smite them with perfect knowledge that changes a lot of things but what are problems to your deific nature you are so far beyond all of these things but they're not like all right y'all gotta hold up i have to explain all the ways in which you're wrong (laughs) so i think ian is 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 spot on with this that uh yes in the case of like a certain mortal is presenting a threat to your objectives and potentially your godhood i think that attempting to smite a mortal is something that many of the shards would want to do i don't think they are capable of doing this Mm -hmm. um i think specifically shards are not able to to do this and i think it does have to do with these protections that brandon is talking about that like mm -hmm. hoid is vulnerable in this way that normal people are not and i believe (laughs) this has to do with the fact that we know that shards are in some way bound to their word in a way that mortals are not, which I do suspect, I, I think maybe this is not a natural process. Maybe this is something like an agreement that the shards have made about the ways in which they are going to interact with normal humans that they are all bound to, which if they are all bound to it in this way, it makes me wonder if this was perhaps like could be a reaction to the way that perhaps Adenalsium was comporting themselves. Oh, that is an interesting idea. The shards decided we are going to make a pact that we will be bound to, that we will Hmm. interact with humanity differently in this way. So on the matter of smiting, we do have a warp that I remember because I actually read that back on the episode where we covered it, I think. I was wondering what's going to bring the smiting wob. Can a shard just smite people? And when basically it depends where they are. So endowment or like how what the situation is. Mm. Endowment could, Odium couldn't. Presumably mm. because like he's not invested in the planet in the same way that endowment is in Narthus. <laughs> and wasn't there like Which, a thing I with mean, opposition potentially that like you could, but might, like if you were like in shardic conflict with others, like that could like 
lead to an opening, which would be undesirable, I think. Mm-hmm. That was my recollection. Yeah, the warp, the web warp didn't, like, it was literally just like, yes, they can, depending on yeah. location. But, like, endowment wouldn't have that problem seven. regardless. Yeah. yeah. Right? Can so, we find that wall actually real quick? Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm curious uh, about it. As someone who is not familiar, but it sounds like once again, maybe I was right without needing wobs because my canon brain is so pure and wonderful. Wow. Easy, <laughs> You're so easy. humble, Alex. <laughs> You're so, so humble, here is, Alex. Here, <laughs> this, this here's is the so wob. Here's the wob you seek. Okay. It comes to us from 2018, the Skyward Seattle signing. Mm. Remember when we had signings? Good times. I, I do mm-hmm. remember. Wow. Back in the before days. Eras. Randy D asked, can a shard just smite someone? Like, boom, you're dead. And they die. And Brandon Salamanderson says, so shards can do this depending on where they are. For, for instance, Odium can't, but Endowment could. I think that there was a more That's recent it? one, though, wasn't there, Marvin? There's got to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm an impression was, this true, seems but familiar maybe, uh, to me. Yeah. I, yeah. Now I, I want to. Maybe we just it. talked about this one on an, like, yeah, maybe. On another episode. Uh, I don't know. This is just more terrifying because that means the shards <laughs> could do it and they're just not for some reason. Yeah. That. I, mean, mm, I don't feel as safe. Yeah. No, I like it. Cosmere. I like it, though. I like it. I like I think there are stipulations. And I, I suspect okay. it's probably something similar to what's going on to Hoyd about, like, if you do this, there are consequences and you are making yourself vulnerable, perhaps, to others mm. in a way that most shards are unwilling to do for the sake of getting rid of a troublesome mortal. That, mm-hmm. they, it does, would, they would like, rather pick cipher methods to do that are not going to directly expose themselves. It, it always reminded me, like, why couldn't a shard just create, like, like rearrange the atoms to, like, make a body and then you just talk to someone, right? Mm-hmm. Why do you have to go through these weird, complicated workarounds? And like, I feel like this is the same sort of thing. You could mm-hmm. directly interact with the matter, but that like leads to problems, which especially mm-hmm. on like Skadriel or Roshar, that would lead to issues. Although mm-hmm. if Sazed's alone, then good things. We have something to look forward to with Discord, maybe. Is <laughs> 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 is what I'm saying. If anybody knows what, if there's another wob about whether or not shards can smite people, mm. let us know. Because now I want to see it. Mm. That's what happens. I am leading us into the next wob. <laughs> uh, which is from someone whose name we don't know. <laughs> Presumably they have a name. Presumably. We just don't know it. Yeah. Maybe it's questioner. Maybe their Could, username yeah. is questioner. You don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's really heavily implied in the first Oathbringer letter that the shards made a pact not to settle near each other. Given that a full half of the shards ended up doing just that, what is the cost from them breaking their oath? You implied earlier there's always a cost for Hoyd Aha. for taking his protections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Brandon says... The wording of those things allows them to agree together, but it also gives them a little bit of power over one another. And you've seen the side effects of that on the planets where it's happened. Uh, presumably that's referring to Roshar and Cell. And Skadriel. And yeah. Skadriel. Yeah. Skadriel. And Skadriel. Yeah. Maybe other places that we don't know, potentially. But. Mm-hmm. 
it has not gone well for any of them. <laughs> if you kind of run the numbers on that. But the wording of it allows two later on to say, okay, we both agree. If one said no and the other one said yes, they'd be in trouble. This should imply to you that Odium did get permission as well. Whoa! Yeah. Like... This feels very in line with the, what I was thinking on the last question. So... Yeah. Oh, that just that odium line is incredibly interesting mm -hmm. because it's like, mm -hmm. does odium need permission to just go to sell and kill some shards? I'd say probably no, uh, but probably more like I'm settling and investing. I would probably say more. Yes. Yeah. Which is yeah. very interesting implications yeah. for the Rosharan system, right? Yeah, because like the pact was not to settle near yeah. each other. Yeah. It does not like say anything about coming to visit and I'm visiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drive by splintering. <laughs> Back to splintering. I wonder if perhaps Roshar was a trap that mm -hmm. honor and cultivation set up a thing with the express intent of like trying to get odium basically into their neighborhood so that he, they could lock the door behind him which mm -hmm. is a fascinating it'd be a fascinating motivation between the two of them i, I mean very plausible considering uh yeah. Yeah. it the early timeline is confusing and like could odium invested on one of the planets on skadriel and also do some of these other things i don't know like killing other mm. shards but let's assume he invested after he like went to sell and dealt with ambition right mm. i think honor and cultivation would be like hey you know who else is going to deal with this like we 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 have an opportunity uh mm -hmm. and maybe taking it i was I thinking something similar which i don't think <laughs> works but i was thinking that Oh, maybe Odium's plan was to show up in the system and, you know, splinter one or both of the shards. And they somehow, like, invited him to stay, and that's what trapped him. No, because mm -hmm. both sides have to agree. Like, yeah. they could say, like, hey, yeah, you can come settle here, and Odium's like, nah. And that would put an end <laughs> yeah. to Sure. That, oh. That's why I, I thought it wouldn't work, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a fascinating idea of like odium willingly steps into the trap because he thinks he can get the better of them and take roshar for himself meanwhile actually what's fascinating is if this was a trap perhaps the end goal was to get rid of race to get race out of the driver's seat yeah and put somebody else in charge of odium and like mm -hmm. cultivation has been like this was the plan all along mm -hmm. and has now fulfilled their objective though perhaps mm -hmm. made things worse in the process <laughs> even yeah. though like it cost honors life so to speak yeah to try to accomplish this it, it's mm -hmm. fascinating i almost wonder if they set it up in such a way they dealt with the magic in such a way on this rasharan system like with the surge binding and things that odium couldn't help but be like this is very interesting what if we what <laughs> if we use this for ourselves and like that sort of leads to odium 
you know, manipulating things on Ashen uh, and things. Mm-hmm. Hard I to mean, say how much involvement Honor and Cultivation had on Ashen and what that all looked like. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's uh, deep yeah. lore here, actually. Yeah. Super deep lore yeah. right here. And we also know that there are uh, there's at least one dawn shirt in the like Roshan system. Like we don't know if it was there at, at the time that like Audium settled mm-hmm. there, but like that could also be like motivated. That maybe on and cultivation yeah. thought, okay, we can overpower him with this somehow. On and that Audium also was like, oh, this might be nice to have somehow. So I don't know. Maybe that also was a factor for them, like both agreeing to yeah. to him settling there. Sure. There's something interesting here in the idea that Hoyd is also subject to like shard level oaths. Like it makes me wonder if he was perhaps present during this oath swearing ceremony mm-hmm. and has is therefore subject to the same sorts of vulnerabilities for breaking them, which calls mm. to question oh. what is the actual like rule that Hoyd has broken? that he felt this level of vulnerability mm-hmm. was worth doing. It's very like, true. What it, what's, what's happened there? Um, Cause clearly like opening yourself up to getting smited by a shard is a real dangerous thing to, mm-hmm. to do when, especially when you're hoid unless somewhere like Froshar. <laughs> um, what was, what was worth that level of risk to him? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a that's a fascinating question. I do think mortals can swear oaths with shards and that they mm-hmm. would be bound. But like I guess like I in, imagine like these sorts of oaths are like sort of the rules are sort of written in the investiture. And so like the, I guess mortals mm-hmm. don't have a lot to deal with there, but Yeah. So that's yeah, it's like interesting. They, they yeah. can be uh, like they, they're a valid party, but it's a whole lot easier for them to break it. Like, th- there aren't as many, like, yeah, hard and fast, like, hooks inside them preventing them from doing things. Ooh, so that probably means that shards specifically don't want to make oaths with mortals. Because, like, that could cause some expect- hole in I mean, their I think power. That's, that's canonical. Honor straight up said that of, like, Odium is not going to want to make a deal with you because he's oh, that's, going to cost him yeah. way more than it's going to cost you. That's going to be his last resort. And your goal is to get him to that last resort point. But that, that begs an interesting question. He's a, Dalinar's a very weird uh, thing, though. He's not just some normal guy, right? It's a little different of a situation, right? He is commanding what remains well, of honor. Yes. And so it's uh, he is a bit of a special course. Like, like yeah. I don't know how much honor knew about yeah. that. No, that that's true. Because yeah. like, basically the special thing about Dalinar is that like he can take he can stand in for honor in honors agreements, which right, is sure. scary in its own right. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. As separate from like deals like he makes as mortal human. Sure. Yeah. I'm reminded of the way deals work in the Dresden Files, where the more powerful you are, mm-hmm. the bigger the repercussions are if you break the deal. Uh, it's essentially your power. Like, 
in Dresden Files, the power comes back and like hits you when you break your word. And the more power you have, the harder it hits you. And if you're just some Joe Schmo, that's not a lot. Mm. There's there's almost a sense of like shardic collateral being hinged upon their agreements mm. of like mm-hmm. if you renege on the deal you have you know a, a portion of your shardic assets are now the investiture in dump payment. yeah 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 sort I, of a sort of a thing i think that's probably a good reason why shards probably don't interact with regular people that much because mm-hmm. that oh, it, sure. like, yeah. it can be dangerous I mean, you can't enter into deals accidentally. That stuff requires intent. Sure, but like, it's just easier if you like make a few deals versus 10,000 deals to deal with. And like, even though you have an expanded mind, like, who knows what could go wrong, especially if there's an enemy shard on there. Like, you would breaking one of those deals leave a hole that like another shard can exploit. Seems like the answer is yes. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's what happened with Teravangian. Is Odium made a pact with Teravangian mm. about the protection of Carbrunth, not realizing that Teravangian was cultivation sleeper agent to destroy him. I th- I think that's literally what the plan was here, and I think it went off without a hitch. Except cultivation, maybe did not realize that Teravangian might not be any better than race is the issue. <laughs> but did Teravangian exploit the oath that he made with uh, Odium, though? I that was would not, not be exactly surprised my if impression. Fell, if, I would not be surprised if it played a factor hmm. in the level hmm. of access and connection that he had to Odium to be able to sort of make the strike in the that, that I believe did. in for sure. Yeah. Like Odium had an interest and connection with uh and like Odium decided to manif- mm-hmm. like do that thing to be in the vision, mm-hmm. right? With mm-hmm. him and yep. Like Odium yeah. didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some interesting question follow-up questions here that I like have mm. of like would there be consequences for Dalinar breaking his pact for the con- contest of champions with Odium that he's made and like did Teravangian's pact with race play a part in his sort of ability to defeat him and ascend as Odium himself? Are kind yeah. of both both of those? I'd be curious what Brandon's answer would be in those cases. This is deep, crunchy shard lore, and I'm all here for it. <laughs> this is all the good stuff that I want, and also just helps me realize, hey. Yeah. Maybe don't manifest to mortals. That might be problematic because I always <laughs> felt it was so weird how Ruin has to work oh, so serious? hard to spike someone just to like talk to them a bit. You're a god. Mm-hmm. Make like <clears throat> make a cat talk or something. I don't know. Like how is that <laughs> that freaking hard? Like there are clearly some reasons why they can't do that. Talking animals are a common thing in the Cosmere. <laughs> <laughs> they become familiars. Associated with highly invested individuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shards are known to have many familiars. Yeah, that we see that all the time. <laughs> Ian's not better. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just like Brandon. Like you can't just say things that aren't true. I mean, to be he can. He absolutely did. can just spitball. It's like I think it's probably this. 
<laughs> he does it all the time. Hoy is pulling someone someone's leg and just saying whatever he wants. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But that was Ulam. We were, Ulam yeah. said that. <laughs> oh, Ulam said we were that. joking. Hoyd is telling someone what Ulam allegedly said. Yeah. I think the story's <laughs> factual, uh, Arjun. And maybe it was some weird Kandra joke where, like, okay, because Tensoon was in an animal body and was like the ah, companion yeah. to win. So that, that also gets touched on as a separate part where it's like most. <laughs> Sometimes it's my people, but not yeah. exclusively. It's fun to Avia see somebody else having a reaction like mine in one of these in one of these questions. Oh, I'm yeah. enjoying this. Yeah, Look, yeah it's fun. I I really needed to hold my tongue about Ian saying the shards were humans before, and I wanted to make like the the thing yeah. about that more of them should have been dragons because we'll you know they, <laughs> Yes, uh, I I was more referencing to they were on. The yeah. human level of existence. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were yeah, mortals. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I will. All right. Yes. <laughs> joking, real quick about like how humble I am about yes. being right about things in the Extremely. country. And you know what? This li- this is in line with my philosophy that I don't enjoy romantics, but I'm actually really good at it. So <laughs> that's why I should be on WOM episodes more. I have great takes. Mm-hmm. I'm having tons of fun. This is a fun episode. I hope. (laughs) Put your comments below if you had fun. Uh, Another anonymous questioner, probably not the same one as before. Probably not. um, Other than the Lord Ruler and people that are using the Bands of Warning, will we ever see a full Twin One again? To which Ben says, yes, I think that you will. And we are at least halfway there with the reintroduction of Mistborn in some form. Yeah, that's true. In Lost Metal. That's true. Yep. That is an extremely like it is baffling to me that Brandon would (laughs) inject someone this powerful back into the story without them like because I think the main reason he was able to do that with the Lord Ruler is because the Lord Ruler after a millennium of of sovereignship got careless with his power Oh yeah, he could have killed Vin in so many fu- ways. Absolutely, <laughs> he like a full Mistborn who is also a full Ferrochemist seems so incredibly difficult to defeat. Yes, but like we know, like one of like the core like ideas of the of Cosmere is like, what do mortals do with the powers of a god? Is like. This is an aspect of that that, like, Brandon didn't get to fully explore. Yeah, we didn't get the point of view. Yeah, Roshek was very much an off-screen presence for most of book one, and then dead for the rest of it. So it's like, being able to delve more into, okay, this is actually is kind of a problem having a person like this. You know who that person would be who is a full twin born? One of the Lord Ruler's kids. You heard it here first. <laughs> and they are the, the, the serial killer in like, Easy. Um, Nailed it. Three. Yeah. Nailed I was going to go with, with Maxilium, but we can go with that as well. <laughs> Maxilium. <laughs> I the third do kid. think if we're looking at like Space Age Cosmere, 
in terms of people of a power level that could go toe to toe with like oath five knights radiant full twin board like i'm deeply under please do not put your power level who would win in a fight (laughs) ideas in the comments this is so not where i want to go here but like in terms of who's able to stack up against a a a knight radiant at that level like i think I don't want to say that on record. I think Kelsier's right in that Skadriel needs people of that power level to be able to keep, you know, go toe to toe with the other powers in the Cosmere. You heard it here um, first. Don't Kelsier's right. Context. Don't do it. Clip it. Clip it. Uh, Clip it. Here is the real title of the episode. The interesting question to me here in this one is. Will we ever see an ethically produced full twin born <laughs> in Skadriel? Because mm. the ethics of uh, Allomancy and Ferrichemy, uh genetic power sets yeah. is a big issue to right fair, now. Kelsier's right. Ruin preservation should have been. They they made the genetic system. That's that's cage free. Grass. Correct in that this is a problem. Kelsier's desired answers for solving this problem are very <laughs> wrong. That's my stance. Yeah. There you go. He's identified I mean, an issue. He has yet to come up with a solution that I enjoy <laughs> to the issue that he has identified. I enjoy Thank your you. anger about it. Yeah, he's... Nice. wrong and shouldn't keep doing the things that he does okay cool. anyway this my take this also yeah uh, this might lead into the last question okay. for this episode okay. because maybe like brandon might just be talking about hoyt he already is a misborn like a oh, that's a good misborn. point <laughs> <And> <laughs> that's, so maybe, that's a good point it might just be like hoyt also somehow becomes a fairy chemist and then okay it's solved so wow yeah, like this answer doesn't imply like how many like on which, which scale we are going to see full twin born again. And so mm-hmm. it might be as simple as the guy who already is halfway there, basically. That's, that's more than halfway there because there's other magics might just be hot. That in the end. is yeah. accurate. Cool. So let's go on to this last one. Question <laughs> asks, Hoyt is collecting investiture abilities like Pokemon cards. Uh, indeed, given Tress. Uh, I mean, we do this already, but uh, with Tress, he got, a, he got a big one. I was wondering if he could, and maybe not necessarily him, but if somebody could collect all forms of investiture and be able to use all of them. Brandon, he certainly would like to try. What will happen? He's not even sure, but he would like to try. Is it possible? It is theoretically possible. We'll see if he is able to accomplish it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what would happen but like clearly this is the long-term goal of hoyd that we like literally see him like i'm yeah. going to acquire all the things but like i don't i i don't know it's so it's really weird to me because i don't feel so i don't think there is some kind of universal spell puzzle thing where if you if you collect them all you unlock some special ability or you were sent to a higher level or anything like like i don't think this is a puzzle that is solved in in that way i don't think i don't think it's a puzzle right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think 
if you just stuff all of the magic systems in a single person, that opens opportunities to them, whether they are real opportunities of, well, I now, I now have all of these tools in my tool belt that I can use to solve a problem, or whether it's, well, I am now connected to all of these sources of investiture, which then maybe allows me to do something else. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think just collecting all of the arcana of the Cosmere, like they don't combine into a super magic system or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think actually I'm, I'm having similar thoughts of, I think the question that this questioner has asked is not actually the interesting thing here about like what would happen if you did it. I think the interesting question is why? Yeah. Why is Void doing mm-hmm. this? Is it just for giggles to see what would happen cuz he doesn't know <laughs> or is there some kind of purpose that he has? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's just for giggles. Hoyt doesn't seem like a just for giggles sort of. He's doing something very specifically, uh, like searching out Elantrian powers from Elantris time to Tress time. He wanted that for a long time. Mm -hmm. What does he think he will be able to accomplish if Mm -hmm. he succeeds in this goal? I think is the more intriguing question here. And I. Bet you money, Brandon would not answer that. <laughs> oh so. no, that's like no, that's like 100%. literally endgame point stuff. Rap, yeah, that's yeah, that's Cosmere yep. endgame. Yeah, oh, and yeah, we're gonna see that, and it's gonna be so cool. I'm sure to see what all Brandon has. He's thought of Hoyt a bunch. I'm sure he knows exactly what's <laughs> gonna go on with this. He's just like, oh, well, you know. Oh, I will put another theory pin out there. I don't think it's putting Aiden Alcium back together. Don't, not alone, I don't believe no. that's our end game. Yeah, no. Our Cosmere end game. I do not think we're reforging the gang. I What's know some people view? think that's where end game Cosmere is going. I do not. How do you feel about the idea that he's not putting Eldenalsium back together? He is building a new Eldenalsium. What is the functional difference between those two objectives? Personality, identity, past experience. It's, it's, it's the difference between resurrecting a god versus establishing a brand new god. Well, it's like, I don't think that that first one is possible. Aiden Alzium died, like, is no more. I mean, shards can theoretically be combined back. Yeah, like the, the personality. The, sh- the shards could be the personality that was Aiden Alzium is gone. Like you can't bring back that. Can you shove all the shards back together again into an Uber God? Possibly. Uh, my personal theory is no, because I think the shattering did change, like investiture. Like it, like it created the intents of the shards. Like mm-hmm. th- they weren't. Like Aiden Alzium did not have 16 things pulling on him in the way that Sazed had two. I have a hot take. <laughs> I wonder if what Hoyt is trying to do is collect magics that would like directly connect with like that shard's power in a sense, right? Like, because. Mistborn, you know, you're directly drawing from preservation. And mm-hmm. same with Elantrian, you know, 
magics, right? And if you get that for all 16 shards and you have some way of like really pulling a lot of that power mm-hmm. at once, maybe mm-hmm. some very weird things can happen, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like I don't can think like- having mm-hmm. the all of these invested arts alone would be that special. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be cool. But like, I think you need something extra and then maybe you could fit it together in an interesting way. Like maybe he could tug on enough power to do something mm-hmm. uh, interestingly, perhaps. Something so, like that, I think, is more plausible. Going back to a wob from earlier, though, it's like vessels can just say no. Yes, yeah, so you have to kill every shard. Kill every shard. Get Kelsier <laughs> to yeah. manipulate Kelsier to get uh, to get slapping. Uh, punch some more gods. Easy. I think you would get enough like magic system interference feedback to be able to perhaps circumvent a shard's ability to say no to you. One shard. Sure, all of shards. All currently living shards going no at the same time. <laughs> Very hard to it is like overcome. Interesting to imagine like a Mistborn using powers and like say Seized just says no and like cuts off the thing. Like that is interesting. I think I have just had a thought. And okay. it's because actually of one of the previous questions where someone described a power that is Hoyd's Black Lotus. Mm. <laughs> I think this is a situation in which all of the sort of shard magic systems are a set of standard magic cards that are designed to work within a game. And Hoyd has an idea of how he's going to create a commander deck using cards from every game in existence <laughs> and is going to set up a sort of sequence that will just utterly break the universe. And he has an idea of what he wants mm-hmm. to do and just needs to go and collect these <sighs> specific <laughs> cards that he breaks needs. out of he breaks out of the cosmere which obviously <laughs> yeah. goes immediately into the reckoners first <laughs> obviously yeah. uh, and I, then i think you know. he has a specific like chain reaction of power a works with power b that interacts with this which lets me mm-hmm. loophole the, like it's just the most ridiculous it's magic the maybe, gathering yeah. play that you've mm-hmm. ever seen because we know that brandon is a fan of that and that would make <laughs> it's true. so weird magical <laughs> rube goldberg machine yeah yes. it, it was axie's yes. black lotus but it still reminded you of this right just, just oh you're clear. true yes you're right yeah. it was axie's black lotus but yes i think i think hoyd is is, is searching for his own black lotuses <laughs> amongst <laughs> to the the card superpowers of the cosmos. He just needs some mm. pot of greeds and then he'll be set. Yes. What, I mean, <laughs> what does it do, this though? This questioner called them like Pokemon cards. Like, yeah, there's yeah. something That's here also to this idea. Game. No, you get, get 16 <laughs> different cards from the 16 different decks. Come uh, on. No, it's okay. like Exodia. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You put them all together <laughs> and it's Exodia. Easy. Yeah, and you need Pot of Greed for the Exodia deck. Nice. Okay, let's... (laughs) Okay, okay, we gotta get to who's that Cosmere character. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tia. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. (laughs) It's time for who's that Cosmere character. Ta. 
Welcome to Who's That Cosmic Character, the game show where you send five clues in a character to WTCC at 17shard.com. I read each clue aloud, and after each clue, these guys have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere character. Let's begin. This first one is sent from human, as far as I know. And this first one. <laughs> is that the username? That's the, the username. Thing? Yes, yes. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. And clue yeah. one. This character uses a controversial invested art. Human. It's not human, no. Kelsier. <laughs> it's not Kelsier. Uh, Diloff. It's not Diloff. I like it. Spook. It's not Spook. It's only controversial Spook, Dean. Yeah. No. Well, I guess he is hemology. Uh Clutu. Yeah. This character has a special interest in corpses. <laughs> bleeder. It's not Bleeder. Vendel. It's not Vendel. Relaine. It's not Relaine. And soon. It's not Ten soon. Clue three. This character Relaine has a lover. Difference. You sure it's not uh, Relaine? I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> That's not my guess. <laughs> Waxilium. Wait. It's not wax. Did somebody already guess Milan? Nope. No one guessed Milan. Okay. Milan. It's not Milan. Okay. Oh, it's Weed Fingers. It is Weed ah. Fingers. Uh, this is yeah. the uh, Blood Sealer, right? Uh, yeah. From the Emperor's Soul? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a liver? Wow. I yeah. For that either. So, yeah. Was my a, mind was actually going towards jewels, and I was going oh yeah, yeah. she is interested in a corpse. Yes, not wrong. The controversial magic there, so yeah. Um, <laughs> just trying to make this fit. Like the letters, like shy steals, like mm -hmm. from yeah, him, like our letter home to his girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like when like she tries to make small talk about that, she's like, "Don't use your foul magics on her." Mm, clue okay. four was this character is adversarial with a main character and clue five this character is from cell okay nice good submission this next submission is from Lou's terran telescope oh, oh, that's funny. it's the white sand character or like I am is expecting it, something is it obscure. Zellion so. from the first incarnation of Pandora. <laughs> uh, clue one. This character naps a lot. Oh, frig. Chiri-chiri. It's not Chiri-chiri. Uh, is it Eric. Car? The it's Inquisitor. not Car. I really like that guess, no, though, Alex. That's such you. a good canon guess. It is. Thank you. Did you hear Arjun's guess? I did not. Sorry. Eric? It is not Eric. <laughs> that was, I was going to, yeah. that was a guess I had in mind. Okay. Who naps in the Cosmere? Who naps in the Cosmere? <clears throat> what is a nap? What is a nap? <laughs> what constitutes a nap? What is a nap? It's a good question. If you, if you I'm going to guess Moloch. The unmade. <laughs> not Moloch. The unmade. <laughs> All right. Clue two. This character does not have facial hair. 
The mink. You know what? It's not the mink. Yes, Alex? The sibling. <laughs> it's not the sibling. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> sibling doesn't have facial hair, so. What? I mean, yeah. maybe those rocks you could consider something like that. <laughs> I'm going to lean into the nonsense of Napsalot means hibernates and just going to go with, like, uh, Leshwi. It is not Leshwi. Leshwi does canonically have facial hair, though. That she removes true consistently. That is true. Yeah, yeah. She is capable of growing facial hair, but mm. she does not keep facial hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if someone's clean shaven, I would say they don't have facial hair, even though they grow it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. What does it mean to grow facial hair? (laughs) You have facial hair. To have facial hair, yes. Because it's still on the face, just under the skin. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, that it's I don't true. know why that struck me as incredibly gross, but and it, it's true. Look, humans are incredibly gross if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Just like all of the weird stuff that happens. Everybody with eyebrows has facial hair. There you go. Mm. That's a hot yeah. taste. True. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> I don't know if that is necessarily what he's going for here. I do not believe that is the case. Maybe. Yeah. What, what, what's up, Marvin? What do you think? I have no clue what's up. Mm, well, I can give you another clue Absolutely. if you want to pass. And then, can you give me <laughs> half a minute? <laughs> Let's sing the Jeopardy song. Let's sing the Jeopardy song together, guys. This video's been flagged from Yeah. It is not Axes. Clue three. This character is a healer. Hmm. Well, there goes my guess. Can't think of any healers, let alone. Mm. I mean, outside of Liren, but he doesn't fit clues. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. Maybe Liren's napping off screen a lot. You should probably guess him. <sighs> Uh, yes. Lift. It's not lift. Yeah, I was thinking as well, but Lauren doesn't nap. Vedilidev. Sorry, walk that one by me again. Vedilidev. Yeah, Vedil. Oh, okay. Harold. Okay. No, it's not Vedil. That's a great Marvin face right there. I like it. <laughs> it's quality. Oh. Yeah. I'm over here like, do we know anything about Yeem? <laughs> do we know? Yeah. Is there a thing mentioned about Yeem? He loves napping. I'm, I'm also trying to get away from Rosha right now. But uh-huh. I can't. I can't. I know, it's hard. I was trying to think, like, this is from Pani, so like... Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but... But yeah. he could be he could be like double debating us and it's like true. Yeah. yeah and it's just like Kelsier. No, it's not Kelsier, but Hoid. I think Kelsier's the furthest thing the Cosmere has to a healer, actually. They they, they do not have facial hair as a clue, right? Not like they They do not have facial hair. Uh the clue yeah. is this character does not have facial hair. Okay. Okay, so it's not like Okay. Yeah. This is so specific. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm getting hung up on the healer thing. I know. I feel like it's got to be some kind of mundane healer, not mm-hmm. a magic healer. 
Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but that's not about, much like, easier. Characters nope. who have visited a healer of some sort. I, because I can't come up with anything else and I like she's a healer that I know the stump. It's not the stump. Like, no. She doesn't nap a lot, so I, that yeah. was going to be one of my guesses. Yeah. I have a guess ready for the next one, so I'm hoping the next clue doesn't invalidate it. Mm. Oh, I, you know, I think I kind of pass. Mm, mm, mm. Is it Wayne? It's not Wayne. Okay. Clue four. <laughs> this character's origins are very mysterious. <laughs> what? <laughs> Naps a lot. Naps a lot. Healer. Yeah. Doesn't have facial hair. The Lord Ruler. And the origins are very mysterious. Uh, It is not the Lord Ruler, Marvin. Okay. That's a good one, though. Sazed? It's not Sazed. That was not going to be my guess, by the way. Well. I, I course corrected because the character that I was thinking of (laughs) We don't know anything about their origin, nor does it matter. Mm, sure. So, mm. so I, I don't think I don't think that would be a clue. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But I was gonna guess that dorky ardent in the devotery of mercy that Kaladin and Teft visit, and and sure. she's like <laughs> clumsy with her glasses. I was like, that's a healer who doesn't have facial hair. Okay. Yeah. Right. I don't think she naps a lot, but maybe. <laughs> she, when was this sent in? Oh, this was sent in October 2022. Okay, so last October, but pre-lost metal. But that's so recent that it could be lost. Yeah. Well, it can't be lost metal. Can't be lost metal. Yeah, can't be. And yeah. tr- <laughs> I mean, I had assumed it could be traced, but it can't be traced. Uh, definitely be can't be traced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, preview chapters are a thing. Yes, they are. Okay. One of our, uh, how, ma- how many Lost Metal preview chapters have we had before? October Quite a 20th? lot of them at, at, <laughs> at, at October 30th. That's for sure. I should probably know. But <laughs> a lot. Most of them. Yeah. 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 Probably like 12. Okay, like 15, 12, 12. Well, yeah, 15. It's like he- healer. Like it's like. Is this one who heals others or one who is capable of healing themselves? <laughs> what does it mean to heal? Good guess for that. It was a good guess. I mean, I think there's something like a blood maker would need to nap a lot yeah. while they're yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah for it's sure. Kind for of sure. a vibe. For sure. Like, I am kind of thinking about like, are there any other named inquisitor characters mm. <laughs> like, i don't think it fits like there's marsh but i don't yeah. think it fits marsh there is one other named inquisitor alex is it that <laughs> named inquisitor that I well, name do, I do you want remember? to guess that character would you allow me to guess it like that sure yeah cool is it the other named inquisitor <laughs> no it's not Jendal. <laughs> That, that's, the, that's, yeah, that's the one Kelsey or Kelly's at the end of Final okay, Empire. Cool. Yeah. There we go. Him. Had a guess. Is it Lemix's nurse? It is not Lemix's <laughs> nurse. I like that. Because, like, she's a terrorist woman. She might She'll, be fair. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Might be sorry about it. We don't know. Yeah. I think this last clue will be very mm. helpful. Oh, I'm sure. Clue oh, five. This character hovers between the realms. 
Janot. It is Janot. <laughs> I I so I would like to point out that I haven't I did not consider whether she fits the other clues in any capacity. But that is the only character. So, that so does this thing. Uh, I mean, she does sleep until Odium arrives, right? Oh, yeah, she, that's she true. does nap a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't have facial hair. Said napping in the At least I got it unmade first. <laughs> round. You, you, you get an unmade sibling. Like I thought you guys were, were going mm-hmm. right on the right path. And Punny, Punny says at the bottom of this email, I guess we don't we know to- she's healed any dead eyes, but come on. Quote, thank you for my eyes. <laughs> no, that's that's a funny that's, says. No, that's, no. Send Send your no. I will comments. not give you Jean not as a healer punny objection. Like, maybe Bad maybe clue. like just like the general enlightenment sure. angle yeah, as yeah, healing, yeah. but no, yeah, yeah. no. I, I was gonna say like, does Jean not describe what she does in, during enlightenment yeah. healing? Yeah. And I don't think she. I if don't she think had, she does. I would give it to. But I don't yeah. think she does. Well, yeah. send your I'm complaints really to lose Terran Telescope, funny. guys. Uh, you know where to ping him. Uh, yep. Yeah, you, you can go ping him right after the show that we're recording <laughs> yes, here. Yes, we will. Make um, sure you also send them like Reddit DMs and like ping him in your widescreen chats. Don't do this. Don't. And now on to our Who's That Cosmere character priority queue. Uh, if you are a Herald on Patreon for $10 a month or higher, if you, you want. Uh, you can submit us uh, priority queue things where you will wait less than other times, probably. I mean, this one was only three months. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's older things uh, that that are in the regular queue like mm. that. That seems almost yeah. inconceivable. Uh, but you know, <laughs> maybe Ben didn't scroll too far back, so. No, I think Punny edited the document to bump his submission. So it's, it's not in a document. It's in an email that Ben screenshots. He hacked it's into not, the email account. He probably hacked into Google's server. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He used mind control on Ben. No. Okay. Mm, yes. <laughs> he used mind control to on you guys. Uh, okay. This one is sent by Lamerni. And Kaluan, this character uses an invested sword. Hmm. <laughs> Adolin. It's not Adolin. <laughs> Trying to find a clever What's thing. The, the Fisher guy in, in Warbreaker. I cannot, I can oh, never old old something. Old claps. Old claps. Yeah. That guy? Is that your guess? Is that your guess, Marvin? That is my guess. It is yes. not old chaps. Okay. Too bad. Unlike Ian, <laughs> I am an interest in being clever on clue one, and I will just say Renarin. <laughs> it's not Renarin. <laughs> um, Azure. It's not Azure. AKA Vivenna. Yep. Clue two. This character has wielded an, an invested art in combat. Shashara. It is not Shashara. <laughs> And, and but that that is very true. And just know she used Nightblood to totally effing murder like tons of people. And that's Twilight why Basher. Goals. That's why Basher had to kill his wife. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Yasna. It's not Yasna. Some parallels between those two. Kaladin. Mm. It's not Kaladin. Okay. Seth. It's not Zeth. 
clue three. This character has interacted with Hoyd. Oh boy, these are such clues. Sixel? It's not Sixel. This feels like it is leading Rosharan. Yeah. Which makes me mm, want yes. to break free of Roshar. Mm. Have we this guessed is... Asher? I was going to say, has anyone guessed no, Asher? You have not. I don't think we have. No. Because that's obviously a trap, but. <laughs> this is this is see when question when people do this with who's that Cosmere character like they give us clues that are so non-specific we now have to look at the clues and try to psychologically analyze the questioner in order to, like we're playing a completely different game than the game we yeah. just played with punny's clues what know? was the emotional state the questioner was in when they sent that question Lamerni, what please comment in Patreon Lounge or think of so that we can get yeah uh fine vasher that's not vasher <laughs> obviously <laughs> i did it had to be done uh, yeah so the clues are like has wielded an invested blade invested sword invested sword um invested art in battle yes yeah and has impacted and, the void. yeah specifically what was the phrasing of clue two this character has wielded an invested art in combat. It's too bad Dervish has never met Hoyd. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to guess Silfrena. It's not Sil. Because, like, we see her with, like, the, 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 the her sword, like, fighting yeah. off death spread. That's true. It's a good point. I like it's it. like, she's part of the symbiosis of, that makes a yeah. night radiant. So, like... Mm. Well, it's not so. I have ten guesses lined up. <laughs> Are they each of honor's purposes? Ten guesses yes. ready to deploy. Yes, yes, they are. Hundred minutes yeah. on the way. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, I can't tell you what any of them are. Oh, okay. Well, but if we whatever. know one, Shalon. we know the other nine. It's not one clue four. This character is well known on their world. I hate Shalash. this game that we're playing right it now. It is not Shalash. If we guess Ishar, you have not guessed Ishar. Not. Then I'm going to guess him. He's not Ishar. Okay, that's two of my ten guesses down. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I thought you weren't supposed to tell me what they were. <laughs> Got a lot of heralds to make my way through. Yeah. Are there other people who have wielded the honor blades that we know? The stone shamanate. Yeah. <laughs> well known. Well known. Yeah. Yes. I don't think Moash has ever met Hoyd. Yeah, that was also a cute. Has anybody uh -huh. guessed Stelina? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think so. I think, I think he would count as well known for sure. And oh, I would say he, not being he definitely so, yeah. is well known for sure. I would agree. Yeah. Oh. Does the spear tip of the bands of mourning count as no. a sore? <laughs> That's a stretch. Listen, it's so that kind of question. Stretchy. We got a stretch, right? So stretchy. God. With clue five, this does uniquely identify a specific person, I will say. It okay. better. <laughs> We've like, gotten so little so far. It's like Dalinar is a compelling. Like, I'm like, but Dalinar, whenever it's like a big name, I'm like, mm, I don't trust it. Yeah. 
better guess ma'am. Clues like <laughs> it has to be a somewhat big name. <laughs> it's well known on the world. Known. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely accurate for this character, for sure. Yeah. Dalinar. It's not Dalinar. I know. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta Sometimes do. Sometimes you gotta do what you yeah. gotta do. What if it was Vasher and you didn't guess it? Like, come on. You know, mm-hmm. like you don't wanna be yeah. that fool. Yeah, I think I think the shame of guessing an obvious guess is less than the shame of never guessing an obvious guess. True. And that True. character. If you get if you give up, you gotta Yeah. Um, and, and Alex missed Janot, so you know, that's up to her. Yeah. I did yeah. not miss Jana. There one there was a bad clue in there. It's Meow. I'm coming I'm coming for punny afterward. Has Seth ever interacted with Poid? I don't remember. We already we already guessed Seth. Earlier. We did? Okay. Seth has been No, that was on the sure. other was one. That, that was on the invested sword one. So that's this one. Wait, uh, is this one? Oh, right, all right. Okay, this yeah, so this one. one. <laughs> this one. <laughs> We're in such a state. Yeah. Okay. It's getting um, late here, okay? Yeah. A likely excuse. I, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, this always happens when I try to guess this character. I don't know why I can't keep his head, name in my head. The guy who wrote the in-world Way of Kings. No, it's not Noah. No, no. All right. No, yeah, well. five. No, no, no. This character has made another commit suicide. <laughs> I know you didn't expect that that clue to end that way, did you? No, we didn't. What? I will. All right. I'll give you that. This is an interesting clue, person who said yes. this. Do, do you want me to read all the clues again for you all? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, just, yeah. Clue one. This character uses an invested sword. Clue two. This character has wielded an invested art in combat. Clue three. This character has interacted with Hoyd. Clue four. This character is well known on their world. And clue five. This character has made another commit suicide. Jezrian. It's not Jezrian. It's got to be Harold stuff. That has to be. Uh, we willingly no. go. I, I mean, I, w- yeah. I was, I was hundred percent on the Herald stuff, but none of them fit the bill for me. I have a guess, but like another person committing suicide. Mm, yeah, Malishi. It is not Malishi. I don't know that Malishi's. Con- I was thinking about Malishi, but I don't think Malishi's ever confirmed to have met Hoyd. Was my mm. point. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's like the yeah, Hoyd one weird. is. It does restri- mm-hmm. restrict it quite a lot, yeah. but... Even though Hoyt's mm-hmm. talked to a lot of people, right? Yeah. <sighs> Who of the Heralds could it be? <laughs> so, because, I mean... Mm. Yeah. Like, Kalak was going to be my next guess, but I don't think he fits that bill anymore. Like, I'm thinking uh, that in one of the desolations, like, the, the, they were the last... Oh, no, no, no. Like, they were the second last... Harold that was left, and so the last one just committed suicide for some reason yeah, afterwards, but I, that doesn't fit anything. It could also... So. I'm out of the running, because I've already sent my guess, so this is now a group project, but this <laughs> could also be a Night Radiant who is convincing their... Like yeah. an old Night Radiant yeah. convincing their sprint to break the oaths. Yeah. Has anyone like, guessed Kaladin? Yes, that has okay. been guessed. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure? I, I, I legitimately don't remember. 
Okay. Do you want to guess Calvin? Because, like, he... Well, the fact that you don't remember means it's not Kaladin. Means it's yeah. not Kaladin. So, who, who would Kaladin have convinced to commit suicide? Or not. Lesion? If oh no, he if, kills if Lesion. Never mind. Kaladin. Yeah. No, this this feels like a, a radiant and their sprint, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just think we had Kaladin on a previous one, maybe, but maybe this one might have been. Yeah. That's that's why I don't remember. Uh. Because I'm go- not going to get it anyway, I'm going to guess Kaladin. Well, if it is Kaladin, no, it's not Kaladin. I would not have accepted this. Like, <laughs> do we know any ancient radiance who met Hoyd? Is the thing? Yeah, we that's yeah. Meeting any ancient radiance, and they are well known on Rosha as well. well like, they have to be on, well on, known on the way on the world. Sorry, yeah. it doesn't have to be Rosha, but if it's not Rosha, I don't know. I do feel pretty confident about Rosha. Right? Yeah. Mm. I have a bonus guess. Okay. But Ian hasn't guessed yet. <sighs> okay. Uh, Robonial was the thing that was stuck in my head. Uh, I don't. No. Is that, is that your guess? Yes. It's not Robonial. Evgeny, do your oh. bonus guess. Nail. No, it's not Nail. You know, who is it is it a fused? It's Sazed. That's <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. He yeah. has a sword named Wax. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, who's the person who commits suicide? The Chandra? At the end of Era 1. Oh, convincing. Yeah. He enables Take out all of their spikes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. This is a clever one, and <laughs> I, I can see how all the clues fit, but I don't like it regardless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the phrasing of clue yeah. five for me again. <laughs> this character has made another commit suicide. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And the first one again, like, has oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Right? They're this still char- alive. They came back. This character <laughs> uses an invested sword. Okay, yeah. There's a lot the of, sword is invested. <laughs> there's a lot of technically correct in all of this. <laughs> and so I can't begrudge it too much. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. I liked mm-hmm. it. At the At very least, none least, of us have to feel bad. Entertaining. Yeah. yeah. And none of us have to feel bad for not getting it. Like, yeah. This wasn't like. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know if anybody in the comments actually successfully oh, yeah. guessed that one before the answer came out. I'm going to need people to sound off yeah. about whether or not Let's anybody oh, YouTube got that. comments are known to be very uh yeah, yeah. no lying <laughs> happens in YouTube comments. This is a no, place of honor. You need to tell the truth no, no, no. if you That's are in our you, comments Alex. session. That's just for you, Alex. Listen, I'm a skybreaker. I will come after you. You say oaths <laughs> when you watch Stardcast. <laughs> Otherwise, you're opening yourself up to vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> Alex will personally find you. Exactly. Awesome. Well, that was very fun. What a fun episode. You can find us on 17shard.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want you can support our patreon for as little as a dollar uh we have a sweet discord server with like just so many things going on uh you can find us on facebook twitter soundcloud and youtube and uh we will see you next time for presumably more words of brandon because there's a lot still to do for sure we're not done with dragon steel yet
Um, and then yep. even more. And then even more. Yep. Uh, so we'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.